So real quick, um, we have two things to talk about before the show starts. One, Christopher, can you tell me who won the Super Bowl? Because I still Mm -hmm. don't know. Who was playing? Bengals and the Rams. I do know that. So it was a walk like the Egyptian Bengals (laughs) and... um, and the LA Rams. The LA Rams won. Oh man. I like tigers more than goats. So yeah. I was a little <laughs> Yeah. I was a little bummed to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, if it hadn't been just it being the Super Bowl, I wouldn't have known because How I, was the halftime show with M and Dre and Snoop and Friends? And Friends. Um I enjoyed it. It they did a great job, I thought, of mixing everything together. Uh, the songs, I don't remember what all they played, but it seemed really short, but it's going to have to be because I think they have, like, what, 15 minutes probably to do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only surprise was 50 Cent was there. I mean, I think that, I think that, well, I, I predicted that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They didn't pull out the hologram. I was so, disappointed in that. So I'll tell you, it would have been a little weird for me had they done it, the okay. hologram, because Pac hated all those motherfuckers with the exception of the ones he didn't know. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. So that, that like I was a little like, ooh, I don't know. It would have seemed to me almost like a uh, cash cowy, like oh, you're just oh, trying to tap it was. in. I mean, you know, this, but that, Dre, anyway, right? Dre did his well, verse. It depends, from- right? Like I feel like if Puff did one of Big, mm. like, I'd be like, he probably misses and loves that dude, and you know what I mean. It would seem different than if Pac did one with Big. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I think you're right. But Dre did his verse from California Love. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which, you know, and they did next episode, uh, Eminem did, um, Hi, My Name Is. No, he did. <laughs> did he do Lose Yourself? He did. Oh, he 100%. Yeah, he did Lose himself. Yourself. That's the one to do. Um, at a, at a, at a sport event, you know. And Mary J. Blige did No More Drama and. I'll tell you what. I did see a picture of her. Yeah. Thicker than a snicker. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You still got it. Good yeah. for her. God bless her. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, you know. Kelly and I both enjoyed it. it. It was fun. Yeah. I'm sure there's people picking it to shreds for one reason or another, but whatever. It's a halftime show. Yeah. I haven't looked too, I haven't looked too much into it, but um, <clears throat> uh, the only things I saw about it, I saw that Eminem took a knee and was and was told not to take a knee, but he took a knee. Um, it wasn't during the anthem, so I don't know how that... But I get it. Um, you know, honestly, I saw him do that, and I was like... I didn't even cross my mind that it was for any reason other than like... His ses- his part of it was kind of over, right? And I thought he was just kind of making himself. <laughs> He's getting older. <laughs> um, uh, I saw, and then I saw some celebrities that were there. I saw that like, Kanye West was there, uh, Future, I think. Uh, but you know, whatever. Any good commercials? Um, well, some we're going to talk about. Mm. Yeah, some we're going to talk <laughs> about. There was, I mean, there's always some decent commercials. Oh, the weirdest one was. Um, there was a for one minute a QR code floated on the screen and like changed colors and made these kind of cryptic noises and I ran up to the TV and scanned it That's and it was wanted. it was for Coinbase which is a crypto place but at the very end it it showed it was almost like this matrixy taken over kind of like this doesn't belong here vibe right. to it that was the one that, that sticks out out of my mind um, worked yeah cheap <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. i did not well partake. not cheap but cheap to produce i mean yeah because uh, last time i knew it was a million dollars of uh, 30 yeah but so they didn't have to do anything else other than <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it. if i spent a million dollars like i might do the little fun gimmicky thing but i'm definitely putting the company name at the end just in case i spent a million dollars i want you to know who it was for. <laughs> um it's probably people watching who didn't know what a qr code is yeah, right exactly there was pl- there was i think this may be some i don't know how to explain this in my head i'm thinking the fact that they had that for a halftime show kind of I guess 
I don't know because I'm just thinking the generation. I guess before, like my parents, your parents, old. Oh, they're like, if they're watching the Super Bowl, they're like, ah, what is this shit? I mean, it's thirty year old music. <laughs> I, I know that's what I'm saying. It's thirty. It's like music too old for young people and too yeah. young for old people. <laughs> that was that was the complaint. But <laughs> the thirties, th- I think everybody in their thirties and forties, which truth be told, is a large part of their target demographic yeah, was all about the, it. Yeah, well, it almost seems fucked up, right? Because they've done they've done it like acts with like Missy Misdemeanor Elliot and shit and fucking Katy Perry. It's like where's the fuck and you know justin timberlake and fucking janet jackson mm-hmm. is it because it's a rap act you know what i mean like then it seems like fucked up yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but anyway uh i was gonna say oh and then the second thing is we had pizza for lunch oh, the three of us. Yes. oh that was so really good. so shout out to matt b big shout out we had put we had said just we were talking about pizza one and we said if anybody has local pizza they want us to try um, Matt hit me up a couple weeks ago and said, "Hey, I'm 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 behind on Nerd Rage, but I'm sending you guys some pizza from Which the is fucking nuts. Oh my god, it's it was... fucking it's up nuts. Like that you say, if anybody has any local pizza they want us to try, send it. And then and then we got send if it. anybody has a couple million dollars that they'd like <laughs> yeah. for me to try, send it. <laughs> send it. <laughs> I'll see if it spends like Maryland millions. So uh, <laughs> Maryland millions." <laughs> So, uh, Matt sent the pizza it, to, to me. It was from the Detroit, the cleverly named Detroit, cleverly style, named pizza Detroit company. style pizza company. Yeah. And it came in a, a, a frozen, I mean, a box packed to the brim with freezer stuff. The pizza's already cooked, but it's, uh, you put it in your freezer, then you just put it in the oven. It came in a bag, you said, right? Yeah. Like, no, like, it, it, came, in a, it came in a box. Open and play. <laughs> yeah. It came like, in a box. They were all vacuum packed. It was really good. It tasted, I think we all kind of. <laughs> Kind of said it. It tasted like old, old school Pizza Hut pan pizza, which yeah. I fucking uh, me love too. and I miss. And yeah. Like when it was when it was cooking, Bobby, I, I was like, mm, that smells familiar. Yeah. I couldn't place it, but then once you pulled pulled them out of the oven, I'm like, ah. And I mean, it, in the best great. way. That, like yeah, I'm not, not shitting dude. on it. That this Pizza Hut Correct. is like amazing. That is like mm-hmm. old Pizza Hut. It was quite good. I, like I, what I thought was like, every time I've had frozen pizza. Did regardless. you eat that whole pizza? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I put pizza away. No, I know you do. Yeah, I know you. I, do. I, I don't. But like, around. I just looked up and I'm like, "There's one piece of that." Like, yeah, I, I'm DFA <laughs> when it comes to pizza. Okay, um, but like, what I found usually, I've, I've had a wide variety of frozen pizzas over my years, of course. And DiGiorno's, I've Tombstone, had, correct? Yeah, I mean, Boy Scouts, Red Baron, Totino's, yeah, Joe's, Dollar Joe's. We had to call and get confirmation on the names. Joe's, whatever it is, Joe Corby's. See, I remember this time learning. Um, I've had it, you know, but in like I've had it with people say, "Look, this is the best." Mm-hmm. You've had frozen pizza before, but not like this, right? I've had all those, and there are definitely some that are better than others. Yeah, but they all taste like frozen pizza. Yes. What I found bizarre about this was this didn't taste like frozen pizza at all. I would have never no. known. Uh-uh. I would have never guessed in a million years. I was like, "What do you, what do you order this one?" What Correct. Did, what delivered? Mm-hmm. That was that was fuck. That was that was a, a mind fuck for me. Um, but it was quite good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to order it again just because I like old pizza. I always complain. Every time pizza comes up in conversation, I'm like, my favorite was old school Pizza Hut pan pizza. I always say that. Yeah. And now I have a place I can get it. Yeah. If they, um, if anybody else has pizza they want to send us, like, I'll never say no to pizza. Except Lido's. Yeah. It's the only pizza I say no to. So, like, uh, it looks, don't cut corners. Though. Looks like <laughs> the company's called Gold Belly that, that actually processes this. So, this hey. pizza was square too. Yeah, it was. It's probably space saving for shipping. I would imagine so. <laughs> Go on Gold Belly and see if there's anything local. I think all Detroit South Square, though. <clears throat> I think. Cleveland as well. No, Cleveland is circle, but they cut it like Domino's 
thin crust where they cut it into squares, yeah. which is wild. It actually has know? a name because because you end is, up but... with pieces that's just crust, mm-hmm. pretty much on the round part. Pretty much that little, that little triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so if we're a little um, lethargic today, it's because we, we just have a belly feasted full of, them. Oh, dude! I, at this time, I got to tell a fucked up story. It's of course, led, you did. It's led to a fucked up story. So there was a um. All right, God bless. Look, God bless the dead. I don't mean any harm, but anybody has lost their life. Um, a friend of mine lost a friend of hers in a motorcycle wreck. Mm. And when she told, when she tells the story, this dude left a bar, right? And he had pizza for dinner. And then she goes into it like she, he ate a lot of pizza. And you know when you have like a belly full of warm pizza, this is what she said, it makes you like lethargic and whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, he crashed and lost his life. You know, it was very sad. And he stepped out of the room. And I was like, she stepped out of the room, rather. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And it was me and my buddy Charlie. He's got a super fucked up sense of humor. Yep. And he was like, you think it was the belly full of warm pizza or the old bar she, he was leaving? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, that was immediately come to mind. <clears throat> so now, as like a joke, both my wife and I and like my buddies, like Charlie them, that was there for that, whenever you're feeling sleepy... You just say, "Oh my god, I got a belly full of warm pizza going on." Like you know, whenever, or, or if you're like super fucked up, you're like, That's up. You're like <laughs> "I can't drive. I got a belly full of warm pizza." Um, you know, like Laura and I would joke that you can't get pizza out; you have to always have it delivered because you can't. You don't want to be a menace to other people on the road, like you know, with a belly full of warm pizza. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so thank you, Matt, and um, and uh, and congratulations to the Rams. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um. And with that being said, uh, Chris, you got your coffee first. Joe, how was your nerd week? Uh, it's been two weeks. I watched a lot of shit. Has it been two weeks? I yeah, because we weren't here last right. week, remember? That's right. That's, well, that's, well uh, two weeks. We are we, completely replaceable, Chris. No, we are. We you are. just say it like it's been two weeks since we've had a nerd And I was like, because sometimes we like the way it records, it's almost like a week and a half before we get mm. back to it again. But I got you. Understood. Uh, where do I start? Oh, this is going to be a Knives Out 2. I'm looking forward to that. I hope I'm looking forward to it. If I like that sense. as a one a lot. And it's Daniel Craig. So I assume it's the same formula as like Murder um, um, on the Orient. Because mm-hmm. like part two is coming out, Murder uh, on the Nile. But like they follow the detective to different cases. So I assume they're going to oh, follow okay, okay. Daniel Craig, the detective, oh, to a different well, case. That, okay. that could have legs forever then. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sherlock Holmes or anything like that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Murder on the Nile is I'm looking forward to it coming out next. You week. have to always wonder why is this one guy always where these murders are taking place? I mean, they're is, hired. Mm-hmm. Is Ryan Johnson doing it? Because he owns it. I would assume so. I just That's why a, I'm looking forward to it. I just read an article like recently Johnson where he said like he like owns like he owns the property. Like, didn't he write and direct that shit? Yeah, but like a lot of people like write and direct stuff, but then the studio ends up owning it. it you know what okay. I mean? Like, depending on the deal and shit. But he actually. So it's not like Image. Correct. It's more like Marvel. <laughs> well, so a lot of them are, but this one sounds like it's more like Image. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but um, Scream 3. Oh boy. Completed trilogy. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. I don't no, remember I'll, I'll, anything like, past the like, first Scream movie. I, I remember the first two. I don't remember anything past that. I don't think I'm watching anything. How many that. did they make? Three is it just three of them? Five. I mean, no, I mean five? five, including the newest one that just came out like this past year. Okay, so there I've was four of the original bunch, I guess. Yes. Okay, I've only seen the first one. Okay, the second one's okay. The third one is when they start throwing more sauce in because they have to expand the story. I think I've seen three scary movies though. As sad as that, dude. But scary movie one was great. <laughs> yeah, it is. It I, is. I, that's gonna be on the list after we finish. But the, the Wayne's rest of- brothers never got a finale. <laughs> but I think the rest of them are pretty awful. I didn't. I didn't watch any other <clears throat> yeah. ones. Usually, usually just watch the first one. There was very few of those spoof movies that were actually good, 
but Scary Movie was one was of them. Good. And so was Not Another Team. Yes. Yeah. That's why Chris Evans... Well, and Don't Be a yeah, Menace. Chris, I remember don't, and don't Be a Menace. Chris yeah. Evans come from. Well, I, I remember when he lays down that girl, like three minutes later, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Who's baby? What's yours? What? Okay. Love, okay. When, when he's going for the job interview and the old white guy's like, I see your hobbies include uh, drinking, smoking, and all other types of ill shit. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the one who was, oh, it's so tight, and she's like, you're in the wrong hole? <laughs> yes, I think it is. Sounds about right. Yes, it is. I, I remember <laughs> that's, that now. That, of course, that's what I remember. Yeah. Um, Princess Leia was in, in Scream 3. That's right, he's a nun. No, she was no, in Scary she, Movie. She, but she was no, also in, Jane in, and Bob in, in, in Scream 3. Jane Silent Bob is also in Scream 3, because huh. it takes place on like a movie lot, Uh huh. and there's people about so, how Princess, Player, Princess Leia is playing someone who looks like her, and it's not her. So I know people say I look like Carrie Fisher, but I'm not Carrie Fisher. She's great. But she's great. She's she great. is fucking great. Legend. And all of the screen movies are like just now they're like a parody or like a spoof movie on the horror genre right. because they, they it's very meta. They're always a a movie going on about the murder that actually takes place. Right, and, and then they're on the movie set about the movie. Yeah, yeah. So like it's it's not. It was bad. probably one of the first meta things we didn't even realize. Yeah, mm. before Facebook. Oh man, metaverse, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Um, screen four, that's good. <laughs> okay, so who from the but it's very it's again very bad. so the screen four starts with a, a stab is the name of the movie in universe. I remember okay. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it starts with a C opening with a murder and stuff, and then the the credits the opening pans out and it's not scream it's stab three uh-huh. and then the movie starts and then it pans out again it's like stab five <laughs> and then it pans out to the real scream four and they were talking about how like oh this fucking movie starts with another movie of the movie and I'm like okay I, I, I get you so who, yeah. you know who from this? the original all, cast all, is in the, the fourth all four movies have David Arquette former WCW champ. heavyweight champion David Arquette make sure uh, you put some respect on his name Corny Cox mm-hmm. and Neff Campbell Okay, but there was, the, yeah, they're on all of them so far, and I think they're going to be in, in five. They're in the new one, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that's cool. I like it. the only thing I find about screen movies that's like I don't they're not horror movies to me. They're like uh, if anything, murder mystery because it's always like who who did it kind of thing. Because I'm just not fucking scared of a dude with a knife, right? Like I, a dude. No, don't get me wrong, a dude with a knife wanting to kill you can be scary, and they can definitely kill you. Mm-hmm. But it's just not that scary. Mm. Is the is the, uh, the fisherman you can fight with a, the, you can fight a dude with a knife? Is the fisherman with yeah. the hook from I know what you did last summer scarier than than I, the? I don't screen? remember. I, I, See, the, I lump all that shit together. I know what you did last so, summer, but that's like screen, supernatural, isn't it? And what's the other one uh, where like they, they saw the death before it happened? Final destination. Final destination. But that's supernatural yeah. too. No, I know. I'm not saying oh, okay. that they're the same type of movie. They just were. They came out around the same, same time, yeah. and they were all very teeny bopper in their. Yeah, but Jennifer and, Love Hewitt was only in one of. That's all I hmm. remember of the movie. I don't remember watching the movie except for seeing her in it. But I read the book. For whatever there was reason. a book or like it, an adaptation it, of no book? I think it's based uh, on a book based on the lore I, th- ah. I think the book <laughs> the came lore first deep <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, but yeah so I'm just like especially when you can see that you can fight this dude like sometimes you get kicked and like not get knocked off I'm like I'm not scared of you man come yeah. on yeah, that's come fair. on motherfucker <clears throat> that's fair uh, watch a movie that's it's good but I don't like hmm. it's called Ava 
AVA. It's like another action spy-ish movie type deal with this secret agent doing fucking shit with guns and beating people up. Sure. But like, that's not the plot of the movie. The main plot of the movie is like her dealing with her personal life. Mm-hmm. But everyone it's unlikable. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't watch movies where everyone's unlikable. Even when it's, I, I can tell the acting is phenomenal. Yeah. The story's written great. They're very realistic people. Like I know these people in real life, shitty people in real life, and I just, I just can't get into it. I get that. I mean, because I, I, I can like attach myself to. So I have the same, I have the same thing. I'm not sure if like is the right word for me, but like I do need to attach myself. It's like almost like there's got to be somebody I think is cool or something like that. Something yes. that like like. Um, you need him to get off a motorcycle before he's a dick. <clears> see, but it doesn't even need to be that type of cool. <laughs> Ripping like, six for smoking c- smoke a cigarette. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And I smoke a cigarette, sure. But like, but no, I don't know. I don't know what to describe it because it's not likable or unlikable. I, I'm, I'm not trying to pick on you, but it's just the first thing that springs to mind is the Expanse, mm-hmm. and I just don't find any of this, with the exception of the Indian woman. I don't right. find any of them interesting. I guess, like, um, I, I, I don't know. There's, I, I don't know how to describe. I don't think I'm doing a good but job. No, describing but I, I mean, we're in the same wavelength here. There's yeah. like, there's nobody to, for me to grab onto. Yes. Therefore, like, I don't care. Yeah, that, like, I, I don't feel connected. To speak to that for a minute, that you've watched the four episodes you've watched of that, they haven't done a lot of character development yet because they're running for their lives the whole time. So yeah, there's no. not a lot of time to stop and. But even of what I see so far, mm-hmm. like the, uh, of the all the characters, the mm-hmm. Indian lady is probably in it the least. Mm-hmm. But I connect to her right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, she. I mean, know, she's great. There's something about her. It's like it's you know that the genesis qua like that, that thing. Well, voila. <laughs> Are you? I don't, that means you're an earther. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That you're down that, the well. That, I think. Speech, you know, I'm an earther in a uh, fucking uh, yoga uh, Hindu whatever too. Like you're like either like a fire, water, or earth. Like you're, oh, you're, that, you're that, like uh, spirit or whatever. The pyramid scheme thing. The new the new one they, probably. But you like you a- avatar. It's Battle Beast, Joe. <laughs> Water, wind, earth. <laughs> that, that's fire. All, no, I think that's Captain Planet. No, but it's like it's like you know, like you, you like like in, in like that's the, all the same. In like the personality test, like there, there's like certain people yes. that tend to like certain things. Yeah. Like, um, you Bobby know, likes dirt. Well, no, it's like <laughs> I, like I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but like like I, I I'll eat warm food over cold food any day of the week or any any meal of the week, like. Um, you know, shit, little shit like that, like the the temperature that you tend to like, the okay. fucking the type of person you are, how you how you relate to love, how you relate is like it relates to these things. And I'm I'm a, I'm an earther, you know, no big deal. Interesting. You might think I was fiery, Joe, but I'm not. I'm I'm earth more more solid than you oh, give I me credit would. for. I imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> I don't think I would imagine any of these. Uh, uh, earth girls love aliens. Is that a movie? Uh, earth girls are easy. That is a movie. Is that okay? I, really I remember it was something about. That's what is that the one with Damon Wayans? Damon Wayans is like uh, possibly he's one of the alien. They, they, they would do like a uh, oh no and um yeah and 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 Jim Carrey. Let's see, Jim Carrey. I think Jim that, Carrey. When you say Earth, I'm like I just that just popped in my mind. For Earth whatever. Girls are easy is a 1988 science fiction. Yes, film yeah. starring Gina Davis. Yes, uh-huh. uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yes, that's what Jim I remember. Carrey yep. and Damon Wayans. See, so it's crashed. Aliens. I, I remembered Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans were the aliens. 
And I don't think I've. That was like. Was that one of his first roles? Oh yeah, it was like before Living Color. Yeah, and okay. like when when I said, that's why I don't remember him. When yeah. Damon Wayans would talk about it, he would be like, "Dude, this the dude was a fucking simpleton." Like Jim Carrey, he's like he took it all way too seriously. Like we were like in there, our dialogue is literally like a bunch of letters on the page. Like it's like a fucking mess, right? Because you're aliens. So you just get it and you're like, and he said that Jim Carrey would stop the fucking role of the film and be like, well, cut, cut. Damon, with all due respect, it's Anuk. Like, that film. But he was like, dead ass. <laughs> but not, not fucking around. Right, right, That's right. hilarious. Th- that movie had a $10 million budget, unbelievably. <laughs> what? And only made $4 million. Oh, bro, but we remember this but we 31 remember years this later, bro. Yeah. Well, 33 years later. <laughs> Shit. Uh, watch a bunch of more fucking Ryan Reynolds movies for some reason. He's just, just been like making a lot of movies lately, I think. He has been making a lot of movies, I think, that fly a little under the radar. Yeah, I agree with both of those statements. Uh, selfless, self slash less, as Ben Kingsley in it, and he's in it. Uh, honorable Ben Kingsley. Serving Ben Kingsley. Yeah. So, like, he is a old, rich guy who's a good guy mm-hmm. who's dying, and then, like, someone offered him to, like, be able to transfer his consciousness into a new body, mm-hmm. which is Ryan Reynolds. With new troops to command? No. <laughs> no, just, just a new life. <laughs> and um but it finds out like they were like oh it's supposed to be a lab grown body and then you find out like it's not a lab grown body someone it's someone someone got taken and then mind blanked oh they called and were like they're coming to take you get under the bed oh <laughs> um but yeah I mean I liked it that's a good um little mystery action action sci-fi oh good also uh, R.I.P.D. It's, dude, uh, not, not not Jeff Bridges. Yes, Jeff Bridges. Okay. Is um, Ironmonger, right? Yes, quite mm, good in True Grit. Ye- yes. Wait he's a, a, he's a lot of things. Bridges. I don't know if he's Ironmonger. Jeff Bridges? But Jeff Which Bridges, one's Jeff Bridges is great. Which one's in Dumb and Dumber? Isn't he a Bridges brother? Or am I thinking? Yes, I think you're right. Jeff Bridges. Yes, I think you are. I think he is Ironmonger. And he was he's he was also, definitely in True yes. He's also the dude. Who, who made it, yes. Right? Oh, yes, also, yes, yes. Okay. Who yeah. made an appearance in uh, What If as Ironmonger? That was, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Don't remember? I, I'm not sure if I could distinguish his voice clearly enough. Well, I mean his it, character. Where, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Then yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, but he's fucking amazing. Yeah. This is a fucking silly movie where like as co- uh, cops after de- no he's death. he's quite talented. It's like Ghostbusters, but like ghosts of Ghostbusters. I mean, I think a lot of the time now it's like well, I don't have anything he's on my schedule amazing. for three months. What, hey, uh, agent, what do you got? Well, I got R.I.P.D. <laughs> What's he, it pay? I, I mean, it's based on the comic book. I think. Right. Did you ever see True Grit, the I remake? Think, I don't, yeah. Is it a western? Yeah. yeah. I, no. I, so I, it's number two for me. Like it's Tombstone. And then that, okay. and it's then maybe really three ten to Yuma. Like that's it. Like I don't really what care the for fucking the dead. Uh, when, like, I, I mentioned my three. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not big oh, on I like, I like westerns. Yeah, I, I mean, did. so is my dad. Like, like a lot. I mean, but I don't even mean like a lot of people like it's 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 a it's a genre of film that is popular for a reason. Many yeah. people like it. I just happen to usually not like it. That being yeah, said, I happen to usually not Tombstone. Like it, yeah. 310 to Yuma, not necessarily in this order. 310 to Yuma and True Grit Remake, I quite enjoy. What about this one with Samuel Jackson getting a dude to suck his dick in the snow? 
Is that a Western in its classic form, though? That's great. It is. <laughs> it's uh, a great movie. About What's the name of that movie? Eight. Yes. Eight. Yeah. Well, uh, there's one of my favorite westerns is called uh, Open Range. It's got, shooting back, bushwhacker. <laughs> it's got I think Kevin Costner and uh, uh, Robert Duvall in it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But that's definitely a western. Okay, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that. I, this is I, the best western I, I enjoyed. <laughs> so the best western is a hotel chain, Joe. You have that confused yeah, already. The <laughs> but the best, the, the best, best western. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the best best western is in Mount Airy. I, uh, why, motel, would you, why would you? Why would you ever have stayed at a fucking hotel in your own town? No, I haven't. I'm kidding. Okay, there is a hotel in Mount Airy, and it's frightening. I, dude, I heard. I, well, you guys, mo- it's a motel. <laughs> you guys are married, so like maybe this is a thing. Don't, don't say that because I know people staying there. I think in the next couple of months. <laughs> have you Have you read the reviews? No, they're comical. <laughs> it's like the reviews to the 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 the, the county landfill we go to. It has reviews. I really? Like, I like the. Re- it's not the, a bad. The, it's not a bad landfill. The landfill's no, great. They're humorous. Oh, yeah, about no, talking I, about how great it is, and the, <laughs> the reviews are great. But the reviews for the hotel are fine. I mean, I heard married people have to like go fucking rent a motel to go fuck. Sometimes is that a thing? Uh, like for spice? Oh, for spice. I don't. I don't know if you just like I, can't I, get can't hey, have the pikes are taking care of the spice. Okay, buddy. <laughs> right. Right. Sorry. I think that. So I've never done it. But I can see how there is a like hotel sex. Mm-hmm. Hotel sex is a thing. It's expensive for no reason. No, usually not. Usually not. Usually it's expensive for many reasons, and it's just a byproduct of those reasons that you get to have sex in a hotel. Do you know what I'm saying? Usually you go somewhere like on a vacation or something. You stay in a hotel, yeah, and then yeah. you get to have yeah, hotel yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. But like some people, I feel like some people go specifically. Correct, but to that's rent why they hotel. go to motels because they're fucking cheaper. So instead of spending the two hundred dollars a night or whatever for the hotel experience while you're going on vacation, you could spend sixty bucks at the Super Nine. Just, just Super Nine. <laughs> Not even Super 8, it's the Super 9. Yeah, they charge by the hour. They're like the Super 8, yeah, except they charge by the hour. hour. Just to fuck on a different bed? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, and different ambiance. And, you know, I, I think that's what it is. It's just like, uh, it's like it's hotel sex without the hotel. I think you probably run the risk of catching an STD if you went to this hotel. Oh, the best question? No, it's actually it's actually the Budget Inn. I was I was wrong. Oh, I, I, I mean, it's I'm, called the Budget Inn. Like they named it Budget it's Inn. In they the weren't name. lying it's about in the name. any of this. Detroit style pizza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, is it that's probably a Detroit style? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it looks like any other motel. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's a, there's that swath of that, right? Like mm-hmm. the red roof. Like the yeah, tiling. Right, the tiling's a little nice. Yeah, <laughs> that grout is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the tally's a little nuts. I, you know, I, I go barefoot a lot yeah. all the time. I would not go barefoot in that yeah, fucking bathroom. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got $62, yeah. you know, you find out for yourself. Apparently. Hey. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Does it so, come with the lady or not? No. I'm no. sorry? <laughs> no, no lady. $62. Yeah, you said make sure she's first because otherwise you're usually fucked and I don't mean that proper. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you bring a sheet of plastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, so our yeah, but Kevin Bacon is in it too. Oh wow! What do you what do you know? <laughs> Six degrees. Uh, fun, fun enough. It's like I have Men in Black vibes. Okay, kind of. But like it's, you die and then minus the you get Will Smith soundtrack to become a fucking cop. My, my, yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Question mark. I, I, I told you I want him to do songs for all the movies he's in, like especially like the heavier dramas, like you know. Like, <laughs> and it all always has to be some sort of. It has Don't to, get hit in the head on a football field. Like. <laughs> But it's always it's always got to be a seventies or eighties sample that he uses, you know, like the yes, forget me nots yes, thing. Yes, uh, yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. 
Jeff Bridges plays a cowboy in this. Yeah, good. It, he does it good. well. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking great. Because, okay, like, he died in, like, uh, in Civil War times. And he's been, okay. served, he's been the uh, ghost cop ever since. Oh, uh, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> ghost cop? Ghost cop. Didn't, uh, uh, didn't Bill Cosby do bro? that? Wasn't that a Bill Cosby movie? Ghost, ghost Dad. Oh, Ghost Dad. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that sounds like something. That's spooky. There's, there's, there's some guys I went, went to high school with that did that too. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Real popular. Uh, not to be confused with Jack Frost, which is uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, God. Don't talk about that. It, there's two different ones. There's a wholesome one where like Michael Keaton is like... Yeah, and there's an asylum picture that's a horror movie. And that like the you, you, the snowman was fucking this girl with a carrot <clears throat> nose. Yeah. That's that. Uh, we talked about asylum films the other day. <laughs> Transmorphers and whatnot. So there I was explaining to my friends 10 things I didn't expect to hear today. <laughs> and then there was 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He pulled off his carrot nose and started fucking this bitch with it. Wow. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Okay, imagine you taking a shower and then just carrot up your ass. I feel like you want to round off the pointy end. Like, you know, at the very least. Let's take a and... bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but even the point, the bite could be jagging on a carrot. I guess it depends on how much work you put into it. You know, I'm not going to be sitting here licking a carrot for an hour. Just... <laughs> Baby carrot. The, the moment has passed. <laughs> yeah, they're round. They're, they're they're, they're, they don't even sound yeah. threatening, do they? <laughs> they the fourth one does. And though. every now and then you can find a skinny little unit too. Though. The fourth one's scary. What am I debating? Continue with your nerd week. I don't want to talk about fucking myself with a carrot anymore. <laughs> There you go, Ricky. There's your good a, one. A, a sentence that you never thought you would have to say in your <laughs> so life. So there I was explaining to my friends. Make sure you use Bugs Bunny in the in the artwork there. The the last um the last fucking Brian Reynolds movie is Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> the Hitman Bodyguard was him and Samuel Jackson. Great action. Yes. Brought comedy. to you by the same people who named Detroit style pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and now Selma Hayek just bad. Still, Still got so it. fucking bad. Still oh my god. Sa- uh, she is Samuel Jackson's wife, and now he's bodyguarding her in this a trio of. Um, I've seen that action on, comedy. I, I've never seen the first. It, one. it is. It's you, with you watch uh, this, Kevin you, Costner and Whitney Houston. No, oh, no that's, 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 just, that's just, just the bodyguard. The bodyguard. That's, oh. the, that's a prequel. <laughs> <It's> a prequel. <laughs> what, what about the the one with um, Dennis Hopper? Is that oh that's Waterworld? Never mind. That's, that's something different. It's <laughs> very different. It's very different. I was thinking with the the negotiator for some reason was Sam, Samuel Jackson. I've seen that and, and uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, oh, it's Kevin yeah. Spacey. That's a good movie. Do you remember? Are we not watch Kevin Spacey stuff anymore? He's really good at what he does. He's really good at what he does in in more than ways than one. <laughs> you know, but didn't some I, I don't know. If you separate I, the art from the artist, I'm fine watching so K Pax was great. That conversation is gonna come up here shortly. Okay. About separating the art from the artist, because I watched the Bill Cosby doc. Oh boy. Oh, so the Bill Cosby does come up. Four part. Did you watch all four part? Oh yeah. Did, did it need to be four parts? Showtime. Or could it have uh, been three and two? Uh, so actually I'll be, honest, I'll be honest with you, it probably could have been done in two parts. Yeah. That's that's usually where where you at. Um, but yeah, Hitman's Bodyguard's wife. You want want some action comedy? I watch a countdown a horror movie, which is much like Final Destination, but it's more modernized with a, <clears throat> it's an app based thing. Like you download an app, uh-huh. it tells you when you're gonna die, and you- I remember the commercial for that. And I think they have those like in real life. I wouldn't download it. Ninety nine. <laughs> Ninety eight. Well, that's the problem. Like some of some people are very short, and then they like. And then they die, and then some people are like, "Oh, let's try to change it." And then it's like a whole final destination thing. It's, it, it, it turns out to be demons, so that that's interesting. Oh yeah, you like demons? I do. You, one of them. They're scary. They're your people's <laughs> white devil. <laughs> well, um, dang it, Bobby. Watched all five Jason Bourne movies. Jason 
Born. Born. Born identity. Born, identity. born supremacy. <clears throat> born ultimatum. Did you watch one with Jeremy Renner in it? That's Born Legacy, yes. I like I like that Does one he too. Play, is he playing the same character? No, no, okay. no it's a different character. It's, that's a legacy. It's a, it's it's a like, legacy it's, character. It's part of the lore, right? It's part of the lore. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of books. But only like the first three movies, which is adapted from the first three books, was from the original author. He died and like somebody else took over writing a bunch of books. There's like 10 other books. Yeah. But um, I mean, I, I, I like action spy movies that's more grounded yeah i, I actually I, I struggle with that genre so i didn't I, I watched the first one and i don't even think i made it all the way through i think i've seen th- the first three yeah i mean they're good for what they are. damon that's all south park ruined him he did man like, uh. but i watched him oh wait, matt damon was in the last duet that I watched. Remember, I, I last said that reason. Duel I said, or last duet? I'm sorry, last duel. Yeah, last, yeah. Two, that's completely different. I, I, I was so, planning on watching. Duet. I was going to watch that yesterday, but it just didn't happen. So the last duet is a Barry Manilow, Barbara Streisand song. That's quite good, but it's not the one that I'm referencing at the moment. I do like Barry Manilow. Last duel. <laughs> the last. Yeah, duet. I, I heard nothing but good things about it. It's on my list. It's on we, my list. I was going to watch it yesterday, but I got busy. But it's a period piece. Is the problem. I don't generally like period pieces. I mainly want to watch it to see if there's any dioramas ideas I can rip from it. If I'm gonna be. I actually thought about that when I was watching it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so it's it's good. Okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you. Over I mean, it's on my list. But, but like, we were supposed to watch it last night, but for some reason, we watched Event Horizon again for like the fiftieth thousandth time. Mm-hmm. It's just a great movie. Event, um, Event Horizon. I've seen it's it. It's the best forty K yep, movie it's ever got, made. It's, it's got. I knew there was something. It's to got it. uh, Samuel L. Jackson and a, a fellow who <laughs> who was famous for an MTV show called Dead at Twenty One. Jack Noseworthy. There's some. Some knowledge you probably didn't remember, like the lead, the blonde-headed guy that's in yeah, that movie. It's got two two people from Jurassic Park and the, the doctor. Yeah, and um, uh, clever girl. She, he's in, he's in it. <laughs> oh yeah, the Australian dude. Yes, wow. is it Cannon though? Yeah, that, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yeah. That's no, that's your mama joke one. That's not him. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's that's the that seventy show guy. Yes, true. Did you actually watch that show? I have seen it. Did you enjoy it? No. Okay. Um, and uh, lastly, a, a small world again. Someone recognized me on Twitch from not Twitch, but from old videos of yours that I was in. <laughs> really? so I used to wa- I watched Bobby Skullface. Did, were you used to be in his skits? I'm like, yes. He, I live down the street from him now, <laughs> yeah. and he was in my Twitch. Uh, Lost Light Druid. I'm like Lost Light, like the. I mean, I saw, saw the name. I remember that name. Oh, nice. So when Lost Light came, I'm like, oh, I mean, it's a. Tra- it's a common word but i immediately <clears throat> thought of transformers because right. the lost light but it ends up it is uh, mm-hmm. the lost light mm-hmm. wow so like it's a very small word and uh that's it i watched that's a lot of movie i watched yeah. that's like a good 15 movies i watched in last that's two a weeks. lot wow that's a lot what about you christopher so we opened the website back up <laughs> crashboxcustoms.com and um wow what a response so we have been busy I had to source material, which was challenging, but I found everything I needed. <clears throat> um, fan fold, fan f- I had to buy a new pack of fan fold. So, uh, and um, that's you know, I've been super busy with that. Like any free time I have outside of work, I'm just running the machines and because we're down to just Kelly. So and outside I of work, you're working. Yes, I'm <laughs> you working. Know, you know what super busy means. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> what are you even going to spend it on? Like, you have no hear. time to spend the money. No, I've been thinking about that. I'm about maybe buying some really expensive, you know, more equi- shoes, more or equipment something. for work. That's what you're gonna buy. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna be at Toy Lanta, by the way. Uh, we're traveling to Atlanta. The Crash Box is my wife and I. We're going, really? yeah. So that is March tw- 18th through the 20th in Marietta, Georgia. 
north of Atlanta. So we got invited by our friends at My Action Figure Customs to come down and and set, set up with them. Eh, maybe. Um, I mean, do you have to pay to go? Uh, well, we're, we're, we're our, yes and no. It's complicated. Okay. Um, <laughs> Partially sponsored. But we're, we're going to drive down. We're going to just take stuff. to. We're not going to have anything for sale. We're just going to take orders there. Oh, samples? And, and samples let, well, let me ask you guys a question. So our business model currently is pre-order, make it, ship it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to still be in that process when the show comes. And Kelly and I agreed. I don't think it's fair to produce stuff to sell at a show when we have orders. Yeah, to, no. To so, I, no. So saying that to say, we're just going to uh, we're gonna have our stuff at the show. And we'll have our we'll open the website back up, and you can order if you want, and you know we'll walk you through it and everything. Yeah, or allow people at the show for like an exclusive order or something. I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. That is that is, but then it still takes us off the time of people who have already paid and in order. No, they get tacked onto the back. Oh, they're the back. They're on the, the back, back of the line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be fun. But I mean, it's cool for people to see product in hand before. Ordering. And that's that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. And and we're that that show used to be called Joe Lanta. It used to be like the mm-hmm. GI Joe show. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I think, pretty heavily influenced by G.I. Joe, even all the way back to like the 12-inch stuff, looking at some of the stuff on the mm. website. <clears throat> but this will be a different... Um, uh, we won't see the same 150 people that come by the booth every time we set up at a New Jersey, Jersey. show. And for me, I'm excited to go to look at different toys. Uh, because, you, you know, NJCC and ZoloCon and ToyCon... Oh, it's mostly the same vendors at all of them. Right, right. right so I've right, looked at the right, same, right. this guy's Simpsons figures probably 15 right, times over right, the past right. three years. So just to be able to see some different stuff. And if like, Bobby, I know you're <laughs> always looking for some lots and stuff. If there's something you're looking at, it's going to be shit that we haven't dug through, you know, a million times. Are you going to go nice. to the Coca-Cola factory? Is that, is that no, okay? there's a museum. Are you going to go there? No. I'm looking for a Galen or so. But you were like, it's new though, isn't it? I thought you were in like the, the soda like industry the lore of soda <laughs> no he was in the industry we were, uh, i mean i <laughs> somebody thought you were in the soda until they, asked, <laughs> until they asked me to rewrite the script for the no i'm kidding i, I was there i don't know in the past 10 years oh so you, you actually been there okay. yeah i've been there because there's there's they have a really nice aquarium in atlanta and right next door is coca-cola museum did it and, give you like a coke um you, they like, have can you buy a coke classic with a glass bottle and a pop top um i don't I know that you can buy that but what they do have is they have and, and i this was pre-covid it's probably different now they had um probably 30 fountains set up where you could try cokes from all over the world uh different flavored drinks and there's some really gross shit out there I'll just say that <laughs> there's some good stuff too i think it's a cultural thing that would it definitely is it definitely is so uh i don't know if this is on your you guys radar at all the uh winter olympics is currently going on i've seen it i've seen it uh in passing or if it's been on at work stuff like that my my wife loves the winter olympics that's a it's pretty i mean i haven't watched any because i don't have fucking cable but that's one i do watch like i like figure skating and i like the bobsled and the fucking guy who's like I, I did watch the jumping at work it was on tv mm-hmm. the, the, the jumping long, the and the jump. like yeah, yeah all i saw was the one where they like they push the little disc down the thing and the people brush curling up. curling is great did you see the drip on the one american guy there's a, so the, i watched the ladies okay and it was uh well, they might they might have looked similar because this guy had a handlebar mustache he has a beautiful kentucky waterfall <clears throat> halfway down his back <laughs> i'll then, tell you there was and, a russian lady on there that i would like to get her ig and and then he had on some super hype uh uh 
what the dunk sneakers uh-huh. that were like super rare and everybody's tripping about that. Um, Kel- go ahead. That's the only sport in which you don't have to look like an athlete at all. It, it looked like some dude from his like living room came out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bo- bowling's bowling. the same way. I mean, po- for the Olympics, is that bowling in the Olympics? Poker. I'm pretty sure it okay. is. Poker. So is poker in the Olympics is that a, a sport? No, but it's on the uh, sports channel. So you said you like the bobsled, right? So just generically speaking, I mean, have you watched Cool Runnings, bro? That's what he right. calls my dick. So there's two man bobsled. <laughs> Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Um, there's there's two man bobsled, four man, which I think I is didn't what know there was two man. I, I and only know this year for the one. first time the mono sled is out, so it's a one person sled. That seems mm. cool. Just yeah. fucking. It, it's some of this world, stuff bro. like it, Anakin would be good at it. So I've I've been I don't Kelly would just sit and watch and watch. I'll, I'll come and go from the room. I'm not interested in the majority of the stuff sitting there and watching. Like you guys know who Sean White is, yeah, a snowboarding guy. Yeah. So he's this was his <coughs> last this is his last year. It's about of, time he's old. Isn't it? He's like all oh, 22. That's too old. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's probably closer to like 35. Maybe he's he's but he he didn't win. He, you know he was in the running to the last run, but he had records. He like first person to do certain moves, right? So yeah, some of this shit these guys are doing like they're going like 30 feet in the air off the sides of this and what kills me not necessarily in snowboarding just in general like how excited these announcers are about oh he pulled off a 970 mctwist blah 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 and i I always say to kelly what did this person that's so excited what do they do the rest of the fucking year and how do they know so much about this niche thing (laughs) like downhill bobsled slalom or whatever i just I don't understand. The professional announcers, maybe? I guess. Is he that excited about fucking bowling or racquetball or whatever? Maybe he's an act, like paid to be excited, right? I don't know. Maybe. Just on the topic of uh, Olympic scoring, I did end up watching this short. I can't remember if it's on YouTube or some bit on a news channel that they just covered as like an editorial or Mm -hmm. whatever. But like, apparently there used to be some big deal with the Russian judges Mm -hmm. that like they would they would shit on everybody that wasn't Russian. Like it would be like 9.9, 9.8, 9.7, 4.3. What? Yeah. And they, and then they ended up doing some sort of rule. So they dropped the highest and lowest score every time. And it was because of that. They, did you know Russia is not in the Olympics? It's the ROC. Strangely enough. Really? You guys <laughs> so, are in the Olympics? The Russian, Which event are you on? It's the Russian Olympic. <laughs> it's the, the ROC is the Russian Olympic committee. So they're not representing the country. They're representing uh-huh. Because there was so much dirty shit over the years between, you know, doping and... Well, there's so much other shit that they've been caught for that everyone a, else is doing. There's a 15-year-old Russian girl that is getting... I'm pretty sure I've got this right. Is getting disqualified for doping. <laughs> there's some sort of heart medicine you can... That, like, in healthy people, it, like, just gives you an incredible amount of stamina. Whereas if it's supposed to be somebody with, like, a defective heart... I didn't even realize that yeah. was a thing, but 15 years old, like that's that's crazy. I mean, but they would I give, was doping at 15 years old. <laughs> but they would give like nine. I'm kind of doping, but you know, they would give like 9.9s and tens to all the Russian, and then mm-hmm. everybody else got like four points or something. Yeah, was, like, that's was, so obvious. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's like awkward, you know? Like, yeah, it was. And, like, but you looking, love that kind of humor. Yeah, and you're just looking. That's some Larry David shit right there. You're just looking at the other judges while you're holding your score. What? <laughs> But I didn't I didn't like it. We watched last night we watched um women's speed skating. You know, he's <clears throat> probably gonna check some IGs for that one. Yeah. I mean you had yeah. a big ass big yeah. legs. Yeah, we're cracking walnuts and shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean these girls are built. You gotta be careful. Like even break break your shit off. Yeah. Yeah, and I like I like a squeezy one. I don't like them. No, you, you don't yeah. want these like squeezy ones. <laughs> you don't want to bike the biking people and I want that shit to feel like a stress doll. <laughs> 
I didn't then no. You need you want something like doughy. There you go. Um I watched I I started it just barely a couple it's been a while. Uh but Dave season two. Oh, you mean, uh, uh, the, the, the little Dicky show. show. Have you have you watched that yet? I haven't. I haven't. Man, I, I, I mean to. It is so. So apparently, there's a genre now called cringe comedy, and this is definitely cringe comedy. I mean, David. I mean, that sounds right up my alley. But yeah, that's it, is, it is Larry. All that shit. It is Larry David awkward. Uh, but the moral of this, I would say, is sometimes the thing you need the most is right in front of you the whole time because the way that that it turned out really cool. The way they kind uh-huh. of incorporate everything and. Um, yeah, it's 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 a real real good show. I don't know how much of it's like realistic for, you know, that right. world, but interesting. I've, I've heard a lot of good it. things about it. Yeah, yeah. We watched um, started. We didn't finish watching it. <laughs> Make sure I wrote down the abbreviation. What we do in the shadows. W W D I T S. What we do in the shadows. The vampire season, one. The vampire. It's season three is on um, on Hulu. Uh, it's so fucking good. That show is it really? Oh my god! It's it's. <laughs> It's, it's, it's vampire comedy, a, bro. The the best thing is there's one guy, he's a energy vampire, uh-huh. and it's just and you'd recognize the actor. He's been in a ton of stuff, right? But he's he just talks like this to everybody. And he wears khaki everything, <laughs> and like you see, like if like you start to nod off, his eyes glow because he's pulling your energy. <laughs> like he had a job. I know real life people like that, right, bro. Right? He had a job. <laughs> he had a job at an office cubicle, and he drained the entire place and left. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. And there was another one there. I don't remember what. It was an emotional vampire. This girl was like, I'm sorry, I'm late for work. My child is ill. And everybody came over and like gave her sympathy. Oh, I, I know people uh, like that in real life, too. <laughs> that show, booking. That bro, show is so bro. good. Um, I wanted to circle back to a uh, question last week from Rogue War. He said, <laughs> yeah. if you were going to have a movie of your life. So I was like, I got to write this down. So mine would be a sci-fi action comedy. Okay. Sci-fi action All right. comedy. Okay. All right, and I would I would want to be played by, and I I didn't come up with this, but I would want to be played by Keenan Ivory Wayne. <laughs> and hey, re- wait, wait, regular or like or like in um, hot chicks. Oh, I don't know the reference there. White chicks, oh, white chicks, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the they make the call there, but it, the the ratings are hard R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll say probably <clears throat> the most exciting news of the week for me, guys. My dreams, my prayers have been answered. 48 tracks of Mario Kart DLC is coming. <laughs> Woo! I'm excited. Motherfucker spent who knows how much money on PS5 and excited about fucking hey. Mario Kart. 48 tracks. I think it's, uh, they're rolling it. They're not giving it all to you at once, which I'm fine I with. I think it starts, binge it. it starts next month. They got to so. trickle, trickle it down. I'm excited, yeah. man. I, I'm excited. I'm also surprised because that game's been out for... It like came out with the Switch, didn't it? Mario, it's been out a very long time. I figured they would just push nine out. Um, and but it stayed in. Why well, make a brand new game when they can just keep I know, milking the I same know. one? Because it's been that game's been, I think, a top ten game for them pretty much the whole time. Yeah, uh, um, is it you have to pay for it? Yeah, I think it's yeah, like okay. twenty three bucks though yeah, for like forty eight new tracks or Half something. A game. Yeah, and, and like, Mason, bring back Pod Racer. <laughs> Oh, hey, it's on. Um, that shit was great. I think was it? Wasn't it? <laughs> it's on P- uh, the PS5, like the online thing. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a bunch hey, of these. This motherfucker's gonna buy a goddamn PS5 just to play pot racing. <laughs> now that's now pot that's racing. Pot racing. <laughs> yeah, that's pot racing. And uh, the last thing um, that I can think of, oh, I watched Peacemaker, but not this week. It was last week, and I can't right off that top of my head tell you what it was about. So, but I enjoyed it. So last week's episode. Um, 
I'm trying to like say something about it without spoiling it. Not, not the one that came out last week, but the one. Are you sure you didn't see last week's? Or are you I'm positive? Okay, I didn't right, see then, last. All right, week. Then disregard. So I'll just say I'm planning on <clears throat> being caught up this week. It was just a hectic week, and we didn't get to it. And um, I know uh, Bobby was really anxiously awaiting this part of the show where we talk about the book. Yeah, yeah. I got Boba a fit. I actually have a lot to talk the about. Last chapter. Um, for one, I also finished. And just like that, the Sex and the City sequel, mm-hmm. or do they correlate? Did they, at all? Did they uh, skip time skip again? So I can't even remember. But I can tell you this: after watching it, like it's not bad, it's not great, it's not even good. It's watchable. It's like a you know, if you care about the characters, it's kind of interesting to watch in some regard. But after watching it, it's the first time that I sat and asked myself, as a f- I'm like I'm a fan of that franchise, right? Mm-hmm. As a fan of that franchise, have I benefited at all from spending six or eight or ten hours, whatever it was, watching this? As a fan, and the answer was no. And I mean, define benefit though. Like, like I I don't know how to define it in like quantifiable terms, but like. Was there something about being a fan of this franchise and seeing the characters and how they and seeing a time jump, you know, a big time jump for you know ten years or whatever since the last time they've been together, and what the sequels or the later years of their life hold for these characters that mm-hmm. I endear? Have I gotten anything out of this? Right. No. Okay. Um, and that's not to say that it's bad. It's just unremarkable. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of things I watch like that. They're just time passers. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, we'll go ahead. Well, let me. Mm. however you want to do it Bob. yeah we'll do book of boba real quick mm-hmm. what, what did you think <laughs> before i <sighs> i would love to have been in the writer's room for this one dude because it's all over how, the place how is uh how is it been regarded in the it's pretty <clears throat> much universally shat upon yeah, okay it's not because nothing seems. else has been shat upon until now it seems like everything not else like has this. been so this I don't, people love Mandalorian. people i don't understand the sequel trilogy I don't understand the point of this show. Like, I don't... I, I understand... For, okay, this is what I think they need to do. It's the Star Wars show, and it comes on every Friday. This week, we're going to check out what's going on with... Pooshnickens. Or the Pooshnickens <laughs> and sex tapes or what... Or, yeah, Two or today, we're, we're going to check in with... Uh, with Dude. With the Din Djarin and, and Grogu and see what they're up to. Or, or oh, look, they're going to go see Luke Skywalker and... I don't think they need all these fucking shows. They need a Star Wars show called Star Wars Adventures. That'd probably be a great name, Bobby, because they love going on adventures. They do. And they're going to have crossover sometimes. And it's all one big wet and universe. here's Iron Man. Yeah. It's a very small galaxy. <laughs> but it's, it's very... Tom Cruise's Iron Man. I'm sure we'll get to that. It's a very small galaxy. <clears throat> but it's... It's like a galaxy of five planets, it seems it's like. It's like, why yeah. did you tell me all this shit about... Why, I don't know why I needed to know all that about Boba Fett. To get to the end of that story, and just for him to like go, he like spoilers. I don't he, care. He goes through all this shit to defend this city. Oh my god! And, and then, and, and then and at stop the end these, of it, and stop these giant robot spiders from destroying the city. Whoa, but what whoa, does he do instead? Up. Giant robot spiders. So, I'm in. So they're giant. They're droidekas, but giant. Oh okay. yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I mean, let's go do something else. Well, before I mean, he that, learned before something that, about himself. Before that, he says, hold on. You know what? These spiders are going to mess everything up, so let me just go get a rancor to do it instead. And then he brings his rancor, and it tears half the city. Oh, he down. has yeah. a rancor. In very King Kong style. And it was cool to see a rancor. They're rank- not that big. 
I mean, they're mm, big, but not no, that big. Yes, no, I don't. I don't mean it. But it I don't cli- mean it, it in terms of size. Just in, it, it climbs up a tower and holds on to it, and you know, like it's just it. it it's it very gives King you, Kong. It gives vibes. you. It's a very King mm. Kong homage. Um, and it was cool to see a Rancor move like an animal. You know mm. what I mean? Like really get loose. But that was it. But that's that, so to speak. But that, yo, that's, man, they gave him that saw. He's on spice. But that's a Rancor on spice is horrifying. That's the whole problem with the way that Rodriguez and in my opinion also Favreau approach Star Wars is I feel like they sit around they're like what would it be cool to see I know it would be cool to see Boba Fett lift a knee up while bending his leg and shoot a rocket out of his hip that Mm -hmm. would be cool to see let's do that but But, how and why what about uh... (laughs) hot and ready (laughs) <laughs> what about uh perfect what I about, get it. What about the, the kid with the, the robot eye doing a, a spin on the ground for no reason no reason and it's not even a cool spin like darth maul does flips for no reason yeah. if you watch it you're yeah. like you didn't need to do those flips you're you're flexing but, but you're they were flex. cool but they were cool but they were fucking cool i mean if you, if you had the force and you could defl- i'll go like of that of course in the mall randomly uh, if i yeah i wouldn't use l if escalators. i didn't have the force and just learned how to do a flip i'd be doing that bitch all the time but like it's just it, it, they this guy like grabs his gun off his hip does like a a, a three sixty spin for no reason and his gun's and then, like the size of this water it's tiny little yeah. it sounds shooter. like whoever is directing or or um storyboarding Boba Boba Fett from everything I've heard like mm-hmm. it's a huge fan of Power Rangers yeah it feels Power Rangery. It that's feels Power Ranger. That's what it sounds like. I'll I tell you, I'm not having that. watched it. Um, other things about it, like uh, last week we had the write-in and somebody was like, because Ahsoka and Luke have a moment together and they're like, man, this will probably get the time where like Ahsoka who like lived with Luke's father for all of this time and had this very complicated relationship that people have poured t- heart, sweat, and tears into, they can talk about it. Luke can be like, I hate to put this on you but can you tell me about my mother can you tell me her name nah grogu's gonna be one sweet jedi huh ah put him in this mando armor he's gonna be badass that's right throw him in a throw him in a a tiny baby it's just like it's not oh well well, let's tell joe this grogu just shows up in a tie in a tie uh i mean sorry in an (laughs) x-wing Isn't he? He's with Rosario Dawson, though. So no, like, he's not. Oh no, it's him loose in the cockpit. Oh, yeah, flying. Him, he's, well, with, no, he's, he's with Luke. He's with Luke, though, right? But, Luke's but, talking okay. at the end. Luke yeah. has to make. Luke has so so. Din Djarin made him. Uh, it's like a chain mail made out of Beskar, and then he had Yoda's lightsaber, and he told Grogu to pick which path he wanted to go down. Well, obviously, he picks the chainmail uh, armor. I mean, because his dad does that. Do you well, think, do you think they up. realized after they'd started producing this movie, uh, we got to get Grogu back in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Sorry about the last three episodes of this show. We're going to rewrite it and put The Mandalorian back with Grogu, and then they can drive around in a pod racer or whatever. I think they just write shit on a like, like much like... It sounds like fanfic. It feels like fanfic as well. Uh, it, 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 much like... Fast and the Furious has three columns, and one is locations, and one is vehicles, mm-hmm. and one like it's the same thing with Star Wars. It's that there's not so much columns; it's just random things written, just random things. Uh, Baby Yoda is one, for instance. Do you think they have a marker a marker board I mean, with ideas, it, and they just draw circles and lines? And I mean, it's like, you know right, where I'm here's with this. a show. I, I, I here's a say show. That fucking comic books are the same fucking way. And then at the end of the season. All of the things that are unaddressed 
they just peel them off and put them in the toilet. Yeah, I mean, he would be because, uh, like, uh, what's the guy who made the black, the dark saber, is a Mandalorian Jedi, and he was super powerful. Yeah, I mean, we can go into the lore inconsistency, like the fact that I mean, the, the dark saber had been given, you know, it hadn't been won in mm-hmm. mighty Mortal Kombat. It had just been, yeah, you know, here, here, you can have it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, I do like the memes, like uh, of Ahsoka saying, "You remind me of your father," to Luke, and then this like a uh, picture of a dream sequence where he's about to kill fucking uh, Kylo Ren yeah. in his sleep. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's just it's it's the third worst Star Wars thing I've ever seen. With number two being the Bad Batch, and the grand finale is of course yeah. Episode Nine. Um, I haven't watched Bad Batch yet, just because I haven't. I haven't I've watched. I, I, it's going to be one of those things where said. I'm working in the shop all day. I'm like, all right, let's get this over. Just because uh, so I know. I mean, things. honestly, there's a little bit to know. I guess I need at the end. I feel like I should just pick episodes out of like Book of Boba to watch that doesn't have to do with him. And and I, well, I will say like, okay, obviously R- Rodriguez directed this, and who it, I tend to like in other stuff. I just want to say that too. Some of the shots he did with what like they do? with Sin City. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he directed a part of Four Rooms, I believe. Yeah, he, he did, did one of those. He did uh, D- Dusk Till Dawn, oh, yeah, yeah. the Mariachi um, or whatever back in the day. He did the the one with Rose McGowan had a gun for a leg. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Grindhouse. Yeah, like he's done some movie. he's done some pretty cool, interesting shit. Mm-hmm. So um, he was obviously there were some really, I mean, from a cinematography standpoint, like some of the like when when Boba and Cad Bane were having a little standoff. It was very it shot, it shot very <clears throat> western style. It's cool, Captain. To see Captain in live action, it it's, is until they killed him. It, yeah, it well, is. Well, quote unquote, killed him. It is cool to see him, but that's it. It's just like seeing the Rancor move. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't matter whether or not it's important to the story. It's just it was that's a cool thing to see. I don't think he's dead though, because he had a little beep thing on his chest that yeah, lit right. back up. I hope Cobb Vanth is dead. He's not. I hope he is. Well, he's. I can you, still. Did you see I the end to, of it? I still get to hope. Listen, I love Timothy Oliphant, so I'm excited to see him. What's in his, that's the Timothy Oliphant in Lord of the Rings. That they <laughs> close. <laughs> hey, if you like westerns, probably the closest thing I've seen to a modern day western is Justified. It's a western set in the. Uh, I've heard of the drug riddled hills of Kentucky, but it is. Very, very good. And he's the star. Um, I think last week I said, I'm not sure if you heard, Joe, but I said, and I, I still stand by this, there was a Joe Button lyric where he was talking about what killed rap music. Mm-hmm. And he was like, was it when Jay-Z said he didn't write down his lyrics? And then Lil Wayne said he didn't write down his lyrics. And then everybody started to say they didn't write down his lyrics. But then it started to sound like it was truth when I hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel it's like that for this. It's like... When everybody was saying, it's great, the Mandalorian is great, all this stuff is great, it's like when we were five and pretending to play Star Wars. Yeah, that's how it's feeling. Like, a bunch of five-year-olds wrote this fucking script. Yeah. Um, Much like, you know, Transformers and... Y- yeah. I, like, dude, I think that... I, th- I think there are episodes of G1 cartoon that are better written than Book of Boba Fett. No, I mean, just like the movies. Like, you know, like like revisiting like so childhood think, franchises yeah, in so, the live-action adult form, which is still childish. And that's totally fair. I think the Bumblebee movie is better than Book of Boba Fett. Objectively. Yeah. I like Bumblebee. Dad like Bumblebee? <laughs> Let me consult my mental role. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Had the girl from Hawkeye in it, and John Cena. That's true. And she has to dive at the end. She has to overcome her fears. Oh, that the I remember there was a trans woman named Canopy, and he was just like he had a, a canopy of concrete over his head, and, and he turned into a can of peas. <laughs> yeah, um, it's classic. 
I want to talk while we're on the. Uh, there's so much I need to talk about today. We got time. While we're well, talking, while we, I don't know about Chris. He's a busy man. He is busy. He's been very. We're busy. all very busy. busy. While we were talking about um, uh, the girl from Bumblebee, and yep, yep. you know, uh, it made me think about other things that I don't necessarily like in one medium, but like in another medium. Being as though I didn't like Transformers in live action, but I liked it as a cartoon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have been very vocal on this podcast about the girl playing Mary Jane in the modern Spider-Man movies being as far from the mark as Zendaya? you should. Zendaya. The, yeah, okay. The Zendiagram. Mm. That, <laughs> sure. I haven't heard that one before, so I'll give you, I'll give you your that, flowers on it. That um, she's as far from the mark from Mary Jane as, as one can get. And I don't believe her as Mary Jane. I don't like her as Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me every time I see her. Let me be crystal clear. She is fucking amazing in Euphoria. I watched this past week's episode because I'm now caught up. I caught up like that. This show is on what platform? HBO. Okay, of course. Why did I ask? Yeah. Um, And I and I still feel the same way I feel about it. Where I feel like it's an over dramatized version of the youth today. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure kids are doing drugs, and I'm sure kids are having parties, and I'm sure kids are drinking and having sex, and etc. But like this shit is turned up to eleven. I guarantee you, there's no high school party that looks like the parties that these kids go to because I've been to many high school parties, and it's awkward as fuck. Usually, it's usually lately. So no, but I'm saying we're talking about a significant amount of of growth and self confidence. (laughs) Um, So anyway. Uh, I say that to say this, a show doesn't need to be accurate to be good. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, sure. so in that sense, the show is quite good. Quite good. Great characters, like interesting relationships between them, the entanglements and entangling <laughs> and shit are pretty fascinating. But she gave a performance in this last week's episode that like, I don't know what awards she sh- is, are even viable to the TV other than the Emmys, but if there's other ones... She deserves all of them for Actress of the Year. People's Choice? That, whatever. She deserves <laughs> MTV TV awards? Is that a thing? I don't know. She deserves everything. It wow. is possibly the most amazing bit of acting I have seen in some time. Mm. Her emotional roller coaster of like manic happiness to anger to sadness to like just agony to like it was. It was a master class. She trying to like order DoorDash. (laughs) So you've ordered it as well. (laughs) Um, With other people is where the trauma comes in. Bro, don't get me started at work. But she's, um, Mm. this show is great. Like like, I've, I've accepted it for what it is and just rode with it. And I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Mm. Um, all right. Moving off that, I'm all caught up. I'm season two. So I'll be watching it episodically as they release now. Um, I'm caught up. What else did I finish? Uh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. So I watched the four-part documentary series on Bill Cosby. It's good. good. bad, and ugly. It's good. All of it. It's good. It's worth watching. What's interesting to me, first of all, do you have any idea the amount of women have cut, that have come forward about uh, sex, sexual assault I allegations? Was, I was thinking about a dozen or so. So... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. How many people do you think came forward that saying Michael Jackson molested them? A hand, like four? Okay, so you're very close there. I thought it was like eight to ten. Uh-huh. Until I had to research it, it's three. Okay. Sixty-some people. Sixty-nine, let's say. That's good. I like it. That's canon now. Add it to the lore. <laughs> 
<laughs> have come forward about allegations regarding um, Bill Cosby. He had a lot of time. Yeah. Over a long period of time. It's very true. He's been doing it since the fucking 60s. Um, since 69. I think 67, <laughs> but I'll give it to you. <clears throat> 68 and I owe you one. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. Like, let me, there's two things I find interesting. One is like, you know, not, not everybody, not, nobody is all good or all bad, right? It's like, yeah, you know, like... He, Even Hitler. It's funny because, yeah, probably... He probably loved his mom or some shit. Exactly, some shit. exactly. He, he probably helped Ole across the street at some point in his life. If you ask, like, um, uh, an old white lady, of course. It's Christian. <laughs> old blonde <laughs> old, hair, old Christian white lady. White lady. <laughs> 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 um, if, uh, if uh, like... You know, they asked these people at the very beginning of it, like to describe like who is Bill Cosby. That's how they open their interview with these, you know, gamut of people, and like they cut all their responses, and it's just it's like it's giving me the chills thinking about it because just like so many of them are like, <sighs> you know, like as a response. And then, who are these people? Just they're like people, people in that, his people, life, people that knew him, people that were raped by him, people that were like it's all people all, that worked with him on the Cosby spectrum. show, people, a whole, yeah, spectrum. whole spectrum. And this uh, this one lady is like immediately she's like a rapist. A rapist that had a TV show, and it's like, like, all right, shit, this, this one, this one means business. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, for one, it like the amount of like stuff that he did to invest back into what he considered to be the growth for young black people. Right, he invested in. To this day, he still holds the record for uh, financial contributions to uh, historical black colleges and hmm. stuff like this. Like he's done a fuck ton of shit. I mean, that's how he got his fake doctorate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they talk about that too. They talk about that too. Um, so here's the other thing that I found pretty fascinating about it. First of all, like it's it's it raises a big question for me, right? Of separating the art from the artist because. Mm-hmm. I love fucking Bill Cosby, man. You love fucking him? That's an interesting take, Bobby. <laughs> People didn't. That's the problem. <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I love that. I love Bill Cosby. I, yeah. You know, like... With a show I, I, and a stand-up yeah, exactly. and like, what he's st- supposed to have stood for. Putting, I, exactly, exactly. I, I could sit down and watch Bill Cosby himself right now and laugh my fucking ass off you know mm-hmm. um the cosby show like i said like it was it was my standard like that's to me not having a healthy family that's what one looked like mm. right um but i mean this this 60 people over because you're not counting the ones that didn't come forward <laughs> um but all these people like the, it was fucking monstrous right like yeah. You know, and and I get that too. But what I think is interesting is like this wave of like oppressed, I don't know, whatever like hot button word it is for the time, like overcoming slash challenges that worked like both for and against him over time, right? So he came out in the 60s. Um, shortly as the civil rights, you know, shit was really popping off and he was like the first like black comic that people saw on national television and became endeared and beloved. And, and in that way, like he, he crossed that barrier, like he breached that, ba- that barrier, like mm-hmm. he made it mainstream. 
You know, like he started anyway. Then he got this show that was I Spy. Mm-hmm. You know, and he yep. pl- and he played like a Mission Impossible type character, but he was like he was smart. He knew multiple languages. He was physically able. He was a detective of sorts. Like up until that time, black people that were on TV was like you know like I'll I'll, I'll clean your pots good for you, Miss Jenkins. You know what I mean? Like it was like it was like that type of shit. Right. Um. So once again, like breached that barrier, like made it something different. Um. He had. Uh, you know, fucking Fat Albert, right? Early seventies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black cartoon about black kids in poverty, like mm-hmm. with names like fucking Mushmouth and shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, it, like that's fucking. If you think about it in context, it's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, and then of course his stand up and shit and fighting the war on drugs and all that shit, and and then uh, getting into you know. The Cosby Show, which became like the, you know, the, like, I mean, he was called America's Dad. Yep. You know, and like, this is, they got me thinking about the 80s because, like, sometimes I had these conversations about race with, with, uh, black people, especially older black people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, man, like, your reality doesn't sound like the reality that I knew. But then I got to think about it a little bit in context. Like, I, I was born in 1980. I kind of become what sentient in like 84, 85. Kinda, yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be yeah. fair. Yeah. So, like, Black people have never not been a part of my life. Like, my neighbors were black. Kids I went to school with were black. I had Michael Jackson tapes. I had uh, Bill Cosby was on the TV. You know, like, Lando Calrissian was in my movies. Like, it was never, it was always integrated for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's my reality. You know? And, but he played a part in that. It was just interesting to think about the changing of the guard in context in, 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 in regard to that. Yeah. Um, but then you have, like, it's like this hierarchy of shit, right? So it's like, you had these women that came out and made allegations, right? <clears throat> and at first, black people, largely, stood up and was like, this is white women trying to tear down a black man. Mm. So it's this hierarchy of, like, who's higher on the oppression list, you know what I mean? It's like when uh, Chris Rock said... You know, for for every white guy that wants to be heavyweight champion of the world, there's a black guy waiting to kick your ass, and a Puerto mm. Rican waiting to kick his ass, and then a Native American waiting to kick. His. As long as you go down the social scale, there's gonna be somebody waiting to kick your ass. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like that, right? So then, like, so then they start, then it starts to catch up. You know, and it's like, then you had like white people trying to de- like NBC canceled his show that was coming. Then, then black people were saying, "Well, now you're you're trying to ruin a man." Like, like you know. And then, like, once the allegations really set in, and and the the comedian came out, and um, Hannibal Burris Burris, and, yeah. and had his punchline that that kind of catapulted yeah. it. And then some of the other women came forward, and that like it just got steamrolling. And then before you knew it, everybody was like, "Oh, okay, fuck, he's a yeah, he's not who we thought he was," you know. But it's just interesting that like as you watch it, there's so many like racial borders and barriers that he himself almost single-handedly tore down and then how the allegations brought a truth to light you know that needed to be brought to light and Mm -hmm. and, sure but it ended up the action of it ended up shoring a lot of barriers that he had kind of worked to tear down back up because he it's tainted (laughs) you know but it's like yeah i'm not sure that they're related but it's just interesting Mm. do you know what i mean yeah um, yeah, and then as soon as like, and then honestly, as soon as the black women were like, "No, us too," 
Yeah. You know, then everybody's like, then, then it became less divided. Right. You know, and then you had like a whole bunch of people going to bat for women, even though women had a hard time getting it rolling because they were women. It's just like, it's just fucking sociologically. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's an interesting piece to look at. Um, so I watched it. I definitely recommend it. It's, it's worth a watch. Um, but it's also, it's sad, man. And it's tragic. And it's some of these people on there that with their points of view, like it's, it's hard for me to even listen to and, and take seriously because I don't really know. Like some people were like, you know, like he shouldn't be put in prison. He should be put in some help facility. He's got a problem. And I'm like, that's probably there's, but do you want to say that about somebody else who did that same thing? Well, right, I, exactly. so I think maybe you could catch him in 66. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. You catch him in 66, I'm on board. Let's yeah. put him in a health facility. Yeah. You catch him as soon as he's hurt somebody. Okay, let's get him help. But let's also make sure he pays a consequence for hurting somebody. Yes. Right. Both. You know? Um, so some stuff which is interesting to, to to hear and then, you know, kind of think about. And I, I just finished it this morning, literally oh, okay. this morning. So like it's still kind of fresh in my mind and I'm I'm still digesting it. So my, my thoughts may sound random and kind of free flowing, but that's just kind of where I'm at with it mm-hmm. at the moment. Um Trying to think what else I did because I did a fucking lot this week. Um, da, 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 da. So I went to Museum of uh, Modern Art of sorts, uh, Baltimore Museum of Art, Baltimore Museum of Art. Um, this past, like Laura and I, like I did not even know that existed. Yeah, it's uh, so I, it's like one of those things like you you take field trips to when you grow up here, but like um, it looked interesting from the pictures you sent. Yeah, so yeah. like I'll tell you, like uh, had a fucking blast. Oh, like Laura and I just like I had said like you know let's go to. I don't know what it is, man. I just I don't know if it's my, my age. Like, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's living in a scrolling era. You know, like where I sit. Like, dude, I will tell you if I sit down and I get Instagram out and I spend fifteen minutes on it, I feel awful. Like I get up feeling like I just ate too much or something. Like I feel like shit. Do, do you not have an internal clock with that? I don't know what that question. I mean, like, uh, 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 like, like, like eating too much, right? Eating a, 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 like the right amount versus too much. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I just like everyone else scroll too, but I, I actually don't scroll as much as people might think, or as mm-hmm. much as the average person. Like I have an internal clock where, like, I'm like, oh, this is my scrolling time. It's like, and then something pops up in myself. Like time, time to put it up and do something else. So, so I, I, I've never like sat and scrolled for like thirty minutes, an hour, it, multiple so, hours. Yeah, Some so, people so, do. Yeah, so I definitely haven't done it. Is that it when you poop? Is that when you? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's always a good time to scroll. Usually when I poop, I'm looking up porn for when I jerk off after I poop. See, I, I don't want to start. I don't want to. I don't want to start that process going while I'm trying to shit though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when you're clear headed and to like look at like I know what I'm gonna want to do. Yeah, I, I understand the. I understand the thought process. I just I don't want to start my dick going to phase two before. Oh no! Before you, oh no! Correct. That's, that's bad. Bad, bad time. Correct. So back to back to what you're saying. I recently we went to a moment when we were in New York and. I understand exactly what you're saying. Just to be able to stand there and appreciate something yeah, and, without something flashing from the side getting yeah, your attention. And, 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 and seeing something and having to think about it. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? What does it, you know, if, if it catches my fancy, right? Like if it, if it catches my, my attention. And be like, what is the, you know, and then read the little blip about it. And then ask Laura, what do you think? And her and I are able to have a conversation about a piece. About what art is. Mm-hmm. Right. Nope. <laughs> oh, no, not about Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but about like, you know, just about what this says to you, you know, or, you know, if it says anything. Mm. Um, but I'm just like, I'm chasing it, man. Like, I'm like chasing, 
like this is it for me. Like this is like an engaging, thought provoking moment after moment. Like it's like it's what I want, mm-hmm. you know. And like uh, going, being able to go down there with Laura and look around and talk about it, and you know, because so, some shit we did think was 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 pretentious and bullshit, and you know, and, and that's not for us to decide, but just the way it struck us, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever it says to you. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's it's the interaction you 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 want. I'm getting yeah, like, live. Like real human interaction versus passively scrolling by, yeah, yeah. and engaging in something, yeah. you know, like where I feel like, you know, I'm viewing this thing, but not in a dis- not in a disposable way, and and, the, and a, an exchange of ideas and thoughts, yeah. So anyway, I, I had a fucking blast. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm still watching Righteous Gemstones. Is there anything good down there? Why down there? Uh, no pizza. No, no, no. Uh, be, uh, because I because I was uh, you know I'm I'm eating fairly well, so I planned my day accordingly. So Did you plan for this pizza you crushed today? Yeah, well, so it was. I, it I was, did, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pay for it later. It was to Valentine's Day. Oh yes, uh, happy Valentine's Day <laughs> to us, to uh, everybody, with or without uh, a significant other. Yeah, and I told you, like, thanks, Matt B. You want to see how I'm gonna celebrate? Uh, oh no, I think that's for us. Pay- uh, oh, okay, I thought you were gonna <laughs> show me go. something that's nice. for OnlyFans. Oh no, 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 no. But speaking of which, my <laughs> my wife and I celebrated our anniversary this past weekend. Um, cause we had the ability to have childcare. Mm. Um, and we played it low key, played it low key, just watched some TV, but just the two of us just got naked, just stayed naked for like 14 hours. Wow. Like just ate and fucked. Good times. That's- and, and watched TV, TV that was emotionally engaging. We were pretty much caught up on euphoria. Um, and I think this is not a, but just to give you an idea, nine times in 12 to 14 hours. That's a lot. Even, even, even for me. It was after. We were, just after. we were just like kids again. You know, like it was, uh, but it was, it was, it was a great, it was I, a great, great night. It's probably because like you don't get it enough. I mean, like the time, not not that you don't get sex in it. Yeah, but we, like we don't get the time. time. Yeah, the intimacy. Well, like the freedom yeah. of intimacy. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. We don't have to plan for it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, uh, yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, I did also watch a Peacemaker um, without any spoilers, Chris, to respect respect your position on it. I do want to give you my notes on it that are spoiler free. Peacemaker might be perfect. I care about the heroes. I understand and dislike the villains. It has heart, soul, interesting characters, fairly well all fleshed out, good action, and good comedy. Good. Glad to hear it. It's really well done. It's, it's what you wish Star Wars was. So, do you want James Gunn to it, do Star Wars? Because this is not the kind of thing you want, though. So it's funny. I would love to, but he couldn't do the the nastiness, though. I was watching it this past week because it's getting a little sci-fi, Peacemaker mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It has um, to. I mean... And I was thinking to myself, I would be like, "What does a James Gunn, Boba Fett look like?" Dank Ferrick, <laughs> constantly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, okay. So one other thing I got to talk about: how many I, dick jokes can you make about a transdotion? You know, <clears throat> every yeah. <laughs> everybody's been hitting me up about it. The New York City mayor is trying to ban drill music. Um, what uh, from the radio? Why? Dumb. Uh, from videos and from social media. What? 
So it's funny because I bet you know I talk about drill music and it's become a joke here. Right? Yes, it has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's Chief Keith responsible for drill music. Yes. I watched a video the other day. Yes, but it, so he's responsible That's for the sh- shit I don't like for Chicago drill music. Okay, so not to go into a deep dive on it, but okay. yeah, we're just the clip notes. Drill music started in <laughs> Chicago, yeah, pretty much by Chief Keith. Okay, um, it was all about the sound was all about uh, the gang culture of Chicago. And it, it, it was largely centered around shitting on your opposition, mm. right? Um, the next movement of it was in the UK, but they changed the sound. They did their own sound to it. Okay. New York took the UK instrumentals and started making songs to them that were gang-centered, centri- centri- centric gang-centric also and that became new york drill so new york drill is kind of a combination of the gang culture of chicago with the uk drill sound okay just real quick like like the mayor of new york city has nothing else to worry about right obviously right so like here's the here's some headlines like you know the the, gang like my 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 overall my over under on this is that Drill music didn't create gangs. Gangs created drill music. Is that the reason he's he it is, he thinks it's glorifying gang culture? And so it, I know there's some issues. So, with, so it is. I mean, yeah. it, it definitely is. Yeah, but so is so gangs the movies. Like agreed, agreed. <laughs> Damn it, Denzel. The problem. So look, you know me. I do not want drill music taken away. <laughs> I want more of it more often. However, if I was to be honest about it, do I think? That drill music is responsible for the violence of the gangs in New York City? Absolutely not. Do I think that drill music started the gangs in New York City? Absolutely not. Do I think that drill music is perpetuating the violence of the gangs in New York City? Probably. Probably. Because they are basically often taunting and like if you have these two guys that are in different gangs, they may never see each other. Mm-hmm. But now you've got a three minute record out where you're talking about them, their family, their girl, their friends, their dead friends, right in your face. Yes. So, yeah. so that's going to put wood on the fire. Do they? For, forgive yeah. my ignorance of the lyrical content. Do they talk? In a uh, do they talk shit about the the, the police during their performances i mean it might be brief like uh well that's not the point yeah okay so uh, i'm just thinking like well the fbi got involved with nwa and then they sold a million records because of it i mean it's so these guys pretty much thing is bad publicity that's true unless you're bill cosby (laughs) but they wasn't um, dancing out of the courtroom the other day the coming out yeah oh so that's another thing to talk about race and stuff right so like he beat those charges because of a technicality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A technicality that many black activists would say a black man would never be able to benefit from. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah. Mm. So it showed that a good thing happened to a bad man. Yeah. Mm. You know, but it's it's but it's a good thing that the law worked for everybody the way it should, that justice was indeed blind. That's true. It sucks that it is what it is, 
but it's good that nobody was discriminated against. But you, you see, like the double on, yeah. like the yeah. double edged sword. Yeah. Awesome. I, would, I would assume that people may, may start to realize sometimes it's not about race; it's about money. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, like one hundred percent. Sometimes it is about race. It, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oftentimes, sometimes it's about money. Yeah. Money supersedes race. Yeah, green is more powerful than black and white. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but anyway, drill music. Back to drill music. Go shoot. Give uh, me I'm, something. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's a frequency at the end of the day. And, like, yep. you, you know where I stand like, when it comes to yep. censorship. I don't give a fuck what you're trying to censor. Don't. Just yeah. fucking don't. No, like, there's no reason for it. There's no, nothing is going to justify. Well, there's a difference between. But, well, yes. People talk shit about each other, IR, in, like, in real life all the time. Like, if you, that starts real fights, it, it doesn't. Right? It's a different culture, I understand. Right. Like, it, Vastly. Yeah. But, like, but you're not trying to. Make it so no one can talk shit about anybody, right? Either, right, right. No, no. I think that like, so I'm not saying. Look, uh, you, uh, I've said I precursored all this with I don't want drill music to go. Yeah, obvi- obviously, obviously. But um, but it, if I'm trying to be objective, so, objective, like it's like, do I think that it is perpetuating violence? Yes. But do I feel like we lose more if we start censoring music? Yes. yes. Always, yeah. always. Always. Like, we don't fucking censor. But I say that very comfortably from my house that has no gang issues. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because, you know, like, True. that's the double-edged sword of that. Yeah. You know, I like... So like the, we, the don't, reason, we don't the we reason, don't censor ra- like racist shit or sexist shit. We don't we right, don't and, right. fucking ban those things. You're allowed to fucking say whatever. You're allowed. Yep. You're allowed to. Then uh, you can't take a picture of some guy with a fucking Nazi flag at yep. Ocean City. Yep, that's Wait, okay. Not with him. Didn't take a no, picture no. with him. Like like he was a celebrity. Of him. Of him. Of him. Of him. Yes. <laughs> right. Then that's okay. And that's definitely in, like promoting violence because that, that fucking was violent. Right. A bunch and, of people and died over and, that. And that's when it matters the most, right? To protect free speech is when it's right. fucking awful. Um. Which I, I agree. I, I agree with you. I just don't know what the right answer is. Like, um, I mean, like the, the reason why this has happened. Well, it's, it's off the source of the problem. Fucking deal with the gangs, not the fucking music that I agree. The, the gangs came from. I agree. But this is also that, that's I mean, just treating the like the bearers of chimney. That's putting a band aid on a cut that's infected. Deal with so, the fucking infection. Why don't they so, just get Takashi I agree, but where this to, sh- to negotiate? <laughs> right, the right, right, right. But this is also happening in Brooklyn, uh, another place where there was ban- you know defund the police. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not the mayor. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it, that's that's the catch-22, right? right? Yep. Um, so that you got to figure that shit out, and, and this is not, this is not it. Right. I, is, I don't know what it is, but this is not it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But um, this all started, real quick, and then we can get off this, because a, a, a guy that's part of the Cho conglomerate of gangs was shot three times, I think, and he survived. Mm-hmm. But because he was shot three times... Two woo guys were killed. Well, I don't know if directly, but it started a chain of events. This where, is a different gang for those that don't yeah, know. The, what you're the talking. woos and the chos are like the New York Bloods and Crips. Okay, they sound Asian. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, it's W O O. The woos always let out dubs, like John Woo. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so you after know. they kill somebody, so they know, they're, yeah. they're not even gangs. They're like they're like conglomerates. Mm-hmm. So the woos are Bloods, Crips. And uh, like a few other smaller gangs, and then the Cho's are largely made up of gangster disciples. But there's other, there's actually Bloods and Crips in them too, but just different sets. Um, but largely gangster disciples of Chicago fame. Okay. But um, anyway, then two Wu guys were killed. One of them, I mean, now all these guys are kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like like sixteen to twenty two ish. Yep. Um, 
So anyway, that's it. I don't want to see drill go away. It's, it's I don't think you have anything to worry about. No, no. But I, but I, at, this, at the same I mean, time, that Midwest, that like Midwest I, I, drill, the St. Louis drill, will be out soon. <laughs> I, you know, I want, I want, I want these kids to stop killing each other. You know, because it's certainly not worth that either. But what are you gonna do? Um, I'm only one man, Chris. I don't care what they do as long as I don't hurt innocent bystanders. No collateral damage. You can kill each other all you want. That's what you want to do. I mean, if you, yeah, but you're, yeah, I, I understand your point, but you're also, you're hurting innocent bystanders because you're talking about mothers of 18 year old kids. And I know that at 18 year old, Bobby was definitely not in a position to be making decisions or considering the repercussions for my grandparent, my grandma, you know what I mean? Like, that's a good point. You know, like, these are kids. I think Joe's mainly talking about um, street uh, sweepers and not mowing down innocent. Yeah, just other, packs other, of other people not getting shot. I know, but I don't want eighteen and seventeen year old kids getting shot because they they don't they don't have a full developed brain. That's <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I I I want it to stop. Mm. You know, I, I do. I, I want what's best for these kids, and I hope that music takes off for them and they can pursue those dreams. But, um, the last thing I wanted to say, whew, uh. In Euphoria, there's this drug king queen, queen 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 pin. Queen pin. Drug, not a great rapper. Drug, yes, <laughs> you're you're right about that. Um, drug queen pin, who's like this middle aged white woman that has a very monotone way of talking and yelling. She doesn't really get too excited. And even in this episode, she says, "I don't really get mad." Oh wait, I might have got mad once. No. No, I wasn't mad. I don't really get mad. Like, it's just how she talks, right? So, she ends up fronting $50,000 worth of, or she wants to front $50,000 worth of drugs to this drug addict that she doesn't realize is a drug addict. Mm. The drug addict has a moment of clarity and only accepts $10,000 worth of drugs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Still manages to fuck it up. Of course. But before she fucks it up, as she's walking out, this queen pin says one of the hardest lines I've heard in a long time. She says, Rue. If you screw up this, I'm going to have you kidnapped and, told, and sold to some really sick people. Wow. <laughs> I just still fucked it up. So I guess the next couple episodes are going to be interesting, huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, fair is fair. She told you. You probably should have fucked it up. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to have you kidnapped and sold to some really sick people. It's And she's a 16, 17-year-old female, to put it in perspective. All right. And with that, we can move on to notes, of which there are some significant ones this week. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, Joe versus Carol Baskin's movie or show is coming. Well, I, a, it may be a show. It's on Peacock. It look yeah. So did you it should be on Netflix? Come on, it, it's, I agree. It does look like them. They do a it's good. Got, well, so Kate, oh, it's Kate like McKinnon a, it's a, from it's a drama. Yeah, based oh, on the events. No, so Kate, oh, oh, Kate but McKinnon. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> it's gonna be inadvertently hilarious, isn't it? Right, yeah. Probably. Kate McKinnon from Saturday Saturday Night Live fame. She was she's been in a lot. She was in Bridesmaids stuff like that. She's playing. Carol Baskin. That bitch Carol Baskin. That bitch Carol Baskin. And I don't know, I don't recognize the person that's playing. I, looks, honestly, I thought it was her playing both roles at first because she can <laughs> no, she can, she can pull that off. Right. She's really good. Uh, but it's not. It's somebody I've never heard of. She ain't of. no Eddie Murphy, bro. But you know, I'm not sure. My only issue with this is I'm not sure if I need or if I benefit from this story having heard this story so recently. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. the only thing I like I'm I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, yeah, that, I this may be for the people that have heard of Tiger King but never yeah, saw it. Yeah. But they're missing yeah. out. All they three. Yeah. Season <laughs> one, season two, and a spin-off of a fucking her, her, great. A be- beautiful disaster. Bruh. Um Jurassic World Domination trailer. Oh, yes. is it like a 
I don't know if it has to, anything to do with this shit, but like, it, on like they cracking down on uh, il- making it illegal to transport exotic animals across state line now. That popped up on my radar. I think they are cracking down on a number of exotic I, animal laws as a result of. Right, so it is. I was wondering if it's. A, a, I can't you tell know, you that one in particular. Coincidence or because of this shit? But there's, there's more tigers in the state of Texas than there are in the wild. That's both a good. People keep thing. them as pets. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow. But also, it keeps the that tiger population higher. Help control mark. the tiger population. Have your tigers spayed or neutered. You're welcome. I don't think you want us. Uh, we want more, right? I don't know. Do we? <laughs> um, Jurassic World domination. Yep. I have not seen. I saw it. Look, I gotta tell you, I'm in. I mean, like some more dinosaurs. Uh, this one looks. Don't, this one looks better to me. How does Laura Darn look so fucking good? She looks great. She looks better. Than she did in the original. She's aging like wine. Yeah, like she looks fantastic. Some ladies be like that. Yeah, but I mean, rare, rare to see it. Rare, but I th- thought the same thing though. I was like, damn. Yeah, me too. Sam Neil, you look like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, he, he, I mean, he looks. The, I mean, he's, about the he's same. probably he's about like him the same forever. <laughs> he's well, he's probably in his sixties now. Would but he look like he's in his sixties? But I don't know his thirties. I don't. Well, no. He, well, he's got like a full gray beard now. And okay. I don't know how old. Uh, what's her name is. Um, let me look it up. Ellie we were watching Event Horizon last night. Oh, and she was in Star Wars. Yeah, as we were watching Event Horizon last night, we were like, yeah, he just kind of looked like this forever since he was young. <laughs> this, this was him young and he looks like this. Right, right so she's 55. Okay, it, she looks fantastic. Yeah, she does. Um, but yeah, like it looks like... MILF looks good on her. It does. <laughs> it, it, Gilf looks all right. Oh boy, here we go. Um, it looks like it's just a fun story about dinosaurs. It's always been that, Bobby. But it hasn't. It's tried to be, but it became like a monster movie. It became something else. Like okay, this looks like, but it's a fun. This, fun this looks like movie. it's like kind of back to the the old school Jurassic Park movies, but just turned up on the dinosaurs a bit. Mm. You know, because they don't have to explain it anymore. Well, I mean, and if I'm make sure I remember the epic events of the last of Kingdom is there's just dinosaurs in the world yes. now, right? Yeah. Yes. And just the, the the fact that you might go out to the get the mailbox and a raptor's there, I mean, that's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So just to be living in that world to me isn't it's going to be an interesting story from that point of view. Yeah. But I mean, like you get to see feathered raptors, yeah. you get to see like. Uh, but why is she? Let me ask you this. All right, you're an archaeologist. You've been digging in the dirt for the past 30 years. All of a sudden, there's dinosaurs running around. Are you still going to be digging in the dirt? Or are you going to be mean, trying to yeah, dig the dinosaurs? First, I mean, they talked about it in the first right. movie. And when it's like, going to we're, put it we're, we're extinct. Well, the yeah. reason I say that is in the trailer, it appears that... Uh, uh, is it Ellie? Ellie. Ellie's Ellie Sadler. In, she's in some sort of tent that's set up, um, you know, like they would be digging in the dirt. But I mean, yeah. they also said um, the same character is like, this, these aren't dinosaurs. These were never dinosaurs. This mm-hmm. is some genetic creation for amusement. Right. Like it's not like the bones were digging up. Yeah. Right. You know. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you can't study these things because they are fucking genetically spiced to be right. whoever they are. There's also this bit with Mattel. Have you seen this at all? To- toilet. Yep. So Mattel has basically filed copyright strikes against a handful of reviewers mm-hmm. that reviewed Jurassic world dominion whatever it's called toys that they purchased and got a receipt for on youtube it wasn't because they didn't want it out there yet yeah because the embargo there's an embargo on the movie a spoiler like review Mm. review embargo and they're 
saying that this falls underneath that. So uh, basically, I don't go think, fuck yourself. Go, yeah, I don't think you so can. So basically, Mattel's car trying to cover their ass because they fucked up and ship stuff too yeah. soon. Yeah, they or, then go fuck themselves. Or they don't want to fuck, or they don't want to fucking lose their fucking political connections with Walmart and Target, so they'd that's rather true. take it out on some fucking content creator with 16,000 subscribers. Right. Which is bullshit. But that's nothing... How though? They did nothing. They bought they toys with receipts. Yeah, I, I, I hear I don't you. Like this, like how, they, they, a handful of guys have had their YouTube channel shut down, um, Instagram shut down, like hmm. wild shit. That's ridiculous, man. It is. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. This, this is how when you know, like fucking corporations shouldn't be counted as people. Yep, I agree. Um, like, because it doesn't fucking make sense, even when saying it out loud. Like, how does this stand up in the? How does a, a fucking judge sit there with a straight face and be like, "Yeah, I'll go surf, surf these papers." Yeah, w- or whatever. I'm like, or, instead of saying no, that's ridiculous. Could you imagine being like the person at YouTube that has to review all that shit, like the people submitting copyright strikes and stuff? Yeah, like what? They sh- and, and these people should I, automatically be like, "Yeah, dinosaur. like, like <laughs> automatically pass, pass this shit." Yeah. Um, just, I mean, it's, it's probably the same fucking guy who a uh, fucking copyright strike. Bobby against himself. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> How do you lose against yourself, bro? I'm the only one. <laughs> lose yourself in the moment. The music. Yeah. On your own copyright strike. Spaghetti, spaghetti. Um, <laughs> real, real quick, when Eminem is doing an event, which he doesn't do a lot of concerts and shit just because he says it makes him want to do bad things, basically. Right. So he was, he always, he does do like a pop-up shop. Uh-huh. He has a pop-up restaurant. You want to guess what the name of his pop-up restaurant is? Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Oh, Hell yeah! And it, it comes. It. it comes in a little uh, like a Chinese food fold up box. Why Chinese? Food oh, though? I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. I've yeah. seen and it. They have a they have a spaghetti sandwich too. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny that he did. He Obviously did it in L.A. Right. this weekend. Um, and then there was the Doctor Strange trailer. Oh, I didn't watch it because I, I don't watch I watched it like three times because I already know I want to watch a movie if I know I'm going to watch a movie I'm not going to watch it later. so I watched it once okay um, is that Patrick Stewart? appears to be it appears to be Patrick Stewart saying what should we tell him or something should, like that I'm guessing that's the Illuminati of another universe that's kind of what the the thought process is for that yeah i mean dr strange and professor x being in the same room as the illuminati yeah but they're talking to dr strange but it's like this universe yeah, is dr. Different strange. dr strange yeah um i think that movie is going to be good but i think it's going to be one of those things you're going to probably have to watch twice to figure out what the fuck's going on it's going to be so because sam raimi who's directing this who what do you think of Sam Raimi as a director? What else has he done? He did the original Spider-Man trilogy. He did uh, the Trash. Evil Dead stuff. Uh, he's done a he's done a lot more horror leaning stuff over the years. So I'll Let's tell you what what worries me about this movie is that it's going to be Doctor Strange fighting the bad Doctor Strange, just like every other fucking Marvel movie. And I don't mean, I mean it literally, like the bad <laughs> Doctor Strange from What If versus the good Doctor Strange. I thought he redeemed himself at the end. Well, this one doesn't look redeemed. And it's definitely him in a black suit doing bad magic things. Mm. Or I've misread it and he's just laughing happily instead of maniacally. (laughs) So so Sam Raimi is uh, obviously the the original Spider-Man trilogy, um, the Evil Dead trilogy, including the Army of Darkness, and then some other stuff I haven't seen. Drag Me to Hell. Uh, uh, well, here's a couple: uh, the, the Quick and the Dead, which is a Western. I just said that earlier, bro. A serendipitous, a simple plan, which is a really good movie. It's got Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Bill Paxton in it. Um, oh, he did the Gift. It's got Keanu Reeves. It's got it's the Kate, 
Katie Holmes has a has a nude scene in there. It's probably why it comes to mind for a lot of people. <laughs> Are you missing uh, oh, the now? Flintstones live action movie? Hello. Oh, was John Goodman. So I would say that overall, I don't think very much of his 30, work. Thirty Days a Night. I do that like good. that. That's great. Time the original Time Cop. Okay, he's done a lot of stuff. Oh, he did, also did Maniac Cop back in eighty. Oh my God! The Hercules wow, hey. and Xena uh, animated series, Spies Like Us. That's, that's a, a big movie. range, actually. It is, but of there's a lot of like, horror of, in it. Yeah, there's a big range of quality. The Grudge. There's some like, the really grudge. good shit and some like really B shit. Mm-hmm. Don't breathe. Is it The Grudge? Mm-hmm. The Grudge was good. I like The Grudge. Yeah. The wait, no, wait. Breathe. No, I like The Ring. The Ring. I did not I like, like, I like the, the Grudge. I like The Grudge also. Yeah. So, the Ring was better for sure. I'm sorry. I just I just thought it would be interesting yeah, to so take a look at work. Overall, I don't think much of his work. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> hey, but I do like that one, whichever one. I'm, I'm thirty days a night. Thirty days a night. I do like that, and I like the sequel to that that a lot of people are. are so I'll, I'll tell you on the Super Bowl, like one of the very first things they showed, uh, they started showing the trailer, and I paused it because Mason was like, "Mason, they're showing the trailer and come out." And it's just a thirty second. to see the full ad, uh, the full see online for the full. So we're we're on YouTube, both just trying to find it. They tweeted it out, and then you could find it through YouTube. I'm like, why is it so hard to fucking find this? So we watched the full like two and a half minute. Tra- it's fucking great. I thought it was great. I, there's so much packed into it. There is a lot packed into it. I'm excited to <clears> see. That's what she so said. So speak. Um, then there was the DC promo video, mm-hmm. one minute long. Yep. About what is what is that? So they show clips from the Batman coming March 4th. Okay. They show clips from the uh, Black Adam. Uh, the rock in the it? The rock in it. Yeah, yeah. So, Which I'm guessing that's the one with Hawkman and Adam Smasher. I would imagine so. It. Adam Smasher. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking. And, and uh, Dr. Fate, that which he looked badass mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. And then they showed, they showed some Aquaman, Aquaman stuff. 2. Yeah. Um and Flash yes was what it was they were like it was like it was like just it was like, hey it was kind of like DC hey, project we're still here yeah we still have stuff coming yeah uh I would I, so here's what I find alarming about it I think the most exciting stuff is going to be well the most no the most exciting things that I saw in this promo appear to be cameos in somebody else's movie mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. uh, you know when I saw Hawkman and Dr. Fate and Adam Smash. I was like, man, that's fucking cool. Look at Hawkman. Look, oh, look at Dr. Fate flying around doing Dr. <laughs> and I was like, but that's probably going to be like a two second clip in the fucking Black Adam. Well, movie. it could also be uh, the the boots to, to a series or doing a movie. I mean, of these it's characters. just a society. I mean, it's, yeah. You know, like, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I, I've, I wouldn't say that I'm excited. Um, I would say that I'm available. <laughs> that's fair um but i feel that way about the marvel shit too I, yeah. and, and star wars at this point too mm-hmm. like i'm just i'm available uh i'll be watching your films in between really quality content on hbo <laughs> <laughs> so um a punishing new logo oh uh it's dumb <laughs> it's dumb and i think it's for this story it's, yeah i think it's so not too. a permanent so thing it's he's with um, the hand now for whatever reason yeah the punisher will be getting a new logo dumb uh, new artwork. Blah, blah, blah. December Marvel announced that Frank Castle would be getting a new ongoing series, uh, thrusting him into a different role a new as the leader of the every, hand. Every year, yeah. What drew many eyes to the news though was the fact the Punisher skull logo, now is a controversial to some, would be altered for the series. Um, so I hope it's just for this series because it looks fucking awful. Looks some kind of Cthulhu monster. And once again, skulls, skulls don't hurt people. <laughs> That's right. Skulls will happen after you after you hurt someone. Off. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Obi-Wan, uh, Ewan McGregor spoke a little bit, obviously not much, mm-hmm. about the upcoming Obi-Wan show. When's it May 25th? May. That one I'm looking forward to. Yes. Yeah, me too. He said it was a great experience, but we, you know, this Hollywood cocksucking bullshit that I can't stand. Yep. But, um, Just saying a bunch of shit without saying anything. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think it's no secret that Hayden Christensen comes back and we get to play scenes together again as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. Do you think they're going to be flashbacks? I'm guessing. I'm guessing. A couple. But I'm guessing because they don't meet again after that. They might. They might. Because the only thing that he says about it in reference is when we last fought, I was just a learner. Now I am a master. You know, but that's that's the only context well, that, that could have been. I mean, a we, sparring we, match. Well, right. we've we've always thought that was referencing Mustafar, but right. it could be re- could be something else. something else. Yeah, because like they they fought there. He was burnt and turned into James Earl Jones, and then like yep. Yoda was like, "Take these kids." It's <laughs> a horrible way to describe that, but <laughs> it's <but> also perfect. <laughs> and then he, Yoda's like, "Take these kids and fuck off to the." planet and then that's what he did it's oh, like what, what time in between is there is there to like meet darth vader uh so i mean 17 years but that would assume that he would have had the left tattoo in but it would right? also mean that vader would know where exactly Obi-Wan. that's what i'm yeah, saying yeah well yeah. Appa- well apparently from what i've read hope they're flashback. this is a yeah I, they better be they flashback. leave tatooine this doesn't all take place on that oh okay the way i understand it which i have mixed feelings about well i'm happy just because i've spent a lot of time on tatooine here recently sand Gets everywhere. It gets everywhere on every show. It's cheap, yeah. cheap on location to <laughs> it shoot. Is. It gets on every show. It is. Um, said, uh, I'm not going to give away anything else about the storyline. Only I think it's really going to satisfy Star Wars fans. I always felt there was Which a story. Star Wars fans? Though. Yeah, exactly. I always felt there was a story between Episode Three where I finished playing Obi Wan in the movies and Episode Four where Alec Guinness is Obi Wan. Obviously. The Obi-Wan series writers and Deb and I and everyone. I think we crafted or they crafted a very fine story. I think people are going to like it. So, maybe um, they set the expectations really low with Boba Fett, just so like you know this is gonna look <laughs> yeah, amazing maybe. in comparison. S- maybe speaking of, of Star Wars expectations, have you been keeping up with any of this scuttlebutt about this um, theme hotel fiasco that they have going on down in in Orlando? No, I haven't heard any new reason. I, I know that it's expensive as fuck. It's and expensive as fuck. They put out like this. Um, I guess sizzle real kind of trailer thing, and it was the kid from the Goldbergs. You know the go that show the go the blonde headed kid with glasses. That's the, I guess the lead in that show, the TV show, the Goldbergs. Except now he's like twenty six, and he's like they took the trailer down. Yeah, it's so poorly received because he's like this fake excited the whole time, which he probably did exactly what they told yeah. him, but it just did not read well. So so you know now it's it's coming out like they're not saying you have to be in costume. But they're encouraging you to be in costume. And if you go to the Disney, uh, Dis- Shop Disney or whatever, there's a place on there where you can buy some oh, pretty, no pretty nice looking right. costume choices. But you can only buy those if you're going. You can't, like me and you, we couldn't go there right now and order it. Which is crazy. Well, I'll tell you. And like, then they have like extra small and up to like extra large in, in a men's size and the guy I was watching a YouTube video was like have they met Star Wars fans you're gonna need some 2X and 3X for that what's funny is like it was uh, you know when I was down there like the immersive interactive element of it mm-hmm. is pretty fun mm-hmm. like not necessarily for me because I'm a grown adult but for like my kids and shit like the baby had a Darth Vader stuffed animal mm-hmm and um, she was like carrying it around, and like we got on this ride, like one of the rebel troopers like rescues you from the ride, and he's like, "What is that? Get that filthy propaganda out of my sight!" 
And like, she's like, I'm sorry. And like tucks it in her pockets and shit. You know what I mean? But it was like, <laughs> so, pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm waiting on a review. Just that strangers yell at your children. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatize them. Cause, Cause you, you can't know, do it yourself. So this is a, it's a two day immersive experience. And half of one of those days is going to, is it back? What, what is the name of the, I, the planet? You oh, go right, right. And right. they've showed the behind the scenes and it's like these, panel vans they've got where they load you never see the outside of it they load you in on this you know you're going on this galactic <laughs> adventure to land in baku or wherever it is um i don't know man it looks like it would be fun it is ex- it is it's ex- expensive it, it's, it is exp- it would be expensive to take a family for it's sure thousand like dollars a night or some shit yeah it, it's so like for a couple it's it's five grand and that doesn't include they your should, costumes okay so you shouldn't for that price they should Suck your so, dick. Look, like it. There's you, a, there's you, a it's a, it's a luxury that. thing, right? It, it like is. that you want to do this. You're you're paying for like an exclusive um, experience, mm-hmm. and, and like I don't think is um, unfair if they were like part of the rules is you have to wear costumes. That's being man being I mean, mandatory I, I don't, for fun for everybody. I don't think that's a problem. I think they should do that. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, it should be provided like rented like bowling a rented shoes. Thing. Where uh, in your closet yeah. when you get there, there's your a, rebel uniform. You have two for, sets for of one for every day. So you know, yeah, one one change for every day. You need yeah, two, it's only two days. It's only two days. So it's only two days. It should be two sets of clothes for each person that paid a thousand uh, five whatever a night. I, I like the way you think, Joe. I, yeah. That's not that's also Apparently a bunch of people canceled. Like I looked at it, you could book like the, the it opens in April. You can book a week at, uh, two nights yeah. in April right now. Because it's a wow. very different experience for even five people of the whole place to be in regular clothes versus everybody's right, in Star Wars right, clothes. Right. It's a very different feeling. And I'll tell you, like it's it, the problem is is like it's not just the money. Like 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 because that idea is superb i like your idea that it, they should just make you wear costumes and shit but like and provide it it's me. not just the five thousand dollars right it's like the airline tickets mm-hmm. it's the other money yeah. you got to spend to stay because you're not just going to go down there for the two days you're going to stay for a week you're going to go to the other parks oh, sure you know like it's like it's the sum it's the it's the bottom line and to book it you have to call <laughs> i guess so they actually explained i think because people were probably booking and didn't really understand what was happening right so now you have to call and, and i think part of that is also the upsell well listen while you guys are down here how many days are you going to stay in the park mm-hmm. you know do you want a hotel you want to stay at one of the the hotels for that or whatever yeah. so i don't know i just thought it was interesting yeah to bring up um all right let's get into questions before we do i just want to say i've almost bought as many transformers this year as i bought all last year hot damn and I'm happy with all my purchases. So That's all great. fans toys? No. Okay. Two fans toys, two moon studios, one MMC. Mango Man. <laughs> What's her name Moon? <laughs> <laughs> you love Mango Man. The Mango Man. Um and the fans hobby. Hmm. Um all so, the companies. Hey, if you want to send questions, you can send them to Nerve Radio Mail at gmail.com. They didn't have any shorter ones available. Correct. I mean, they do now, but we're still not going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> They've made new true. ones. Um, Jeremy B. What's up, Nerve Ragers? Toll Booth Willie said it best. Well, I already heard that one, you fucking unoriginal bastard. Go suck a cocky piece of fucking repeating shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. With that in mind, allow me to resubmit a couple questions from last week. Oh, I, I talked to Jeremy because I had a good answer for gotcha. his question and, and Joe wasn't here either. So, Chris, I missed our special talks on Monday, so I figured I'd reach out here. My wife's 90-year-old grandma, Helen, was a huge pro wrestling fan from the 60s Wow! through somewhere around WrestleMania 4 or 5. She isn't aware that, that K-Fob... K-Fabe, motherfucker. 
<laughs> I wanted to choke you through the microphone last week. I was <laughs> ever, yelling kayfabe. Ever existed or that it died the embarrassing death it did. As you might imagine, our conversations are fascinating. As a thought experiment, that's when you just DM an Instagram model just to see what she replies. They're nothing um, but trouble, Bob. What would you explain? How would you explain deathmatch wrestling to Helen and sell her on the virtues? So here's my answer to that. So I know I'm, I'm going to use some context clues here, Jeremy. I know Jeremy is from, um, and, and I don't know where the hillbilly button is, but you make sure you get it ready because he's from West by God, Virginia. <laughs> And I can only assume his wife is also from uh, that general area. Right? Yeah. So, so I will, I will say they get busy right here, don't they? They do. They <laughs> love it. Get love down. it. Yeah, Bobby. Uh, uh, not you, Bobby. Another Bobby. They get down. They get down right there when they're picking and grinning. <laughs> All right, continue. God, I have another life before any of you. Um, I'm going to assume that Memphis wrestling was available to them to watch. From the Memphis was a huge wrestling territory. In the 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay. And they did some crazy shit in Memphis. They did... There's famously some some matches called the uh, concession stand brawl. According to Moneybag Yo, they're still doing some pretty crazy shit in Memphis. They are, right. but from a wrestling standpoint. They did damn near deathmatch wrestling back then. So she may... It's like, hey, you, you, did you like them blood matches they had in Memphis? Oh, I love them blood matches. Well, guess what? Now you get six hours of it at a time. Oh, there you go. So I think that, that grandma... God rest her soul would probably be okay mm-hmm. with deathmatch wrestling. Another interesting thing, I never knew till she had been dead for many years that my grandmother loved to scream at the TV watching wrestling. Really? Wow. Yeah, I never knew that. My grandma watched General Hospital. Did she scream at the TV? Probably. Cool. But in quiet. But she was a she was a lady when you did she, anybody, did, did anybody she go, was around. But did she go like this when something happened? She, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Just disappointment. She often did like the open mouth, closed mouth with her <gasps> with her eyebrows up without making a sound, like one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, next question is for Joe Yo. like many people our age my modern experience with anime was Ghost in the Shell mm-hmm. also the first DVD I ever watched anime didn't stick for me too much cloak stepping on for my taste but the uh, 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 remember you see you do this long Achnelfoli, O K A T U, Attack on Titan. It's like a word. Oh, let me see. O K A T U. Oh. Uh, let me just re- maybe for context. Uh, Akatu culture. Oh, 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 he spelled it wrong. It's otaku. otaku. It's O T A K U. Oh, okay. <laughs> otaku culture continues to interest me. Were you into anime before this time? And if so, how did it work before streaming and DVD made things more accessible? I mean, I was I was born into it and, and molded by it. Like, like anime was just cartoons growing up in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big drought when I came. Like when I came when I was ten, there was a time between when I was ten and tsunami. There was no such thing as anime, and all the friends I did have, I tried to spread the word. And the only place I could get it is um, I don't even know if they have those like Chinese the uh, corner marts sometimes have like a rental mm. in the back corner for foreign films for like home films for, mm-hmm. on, on tape so I would rent anime on tape from my local uh, Chinese grocery stores hmm. um, it's a it's different culture because what Chinese grocery store did you go to it's the one by Comics to Astonish 
Oh, okay, okay, you, you okay. Know, like, yep, yep, yep. Right in this, right in this. That, that, it's it's adjacent rent, to Comics to Astonish. Exactly. Yep, yep, they yep. they rent out. Is yep. it called One Buy? What? You said it was One Buy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Am Are we wrong? back to it, bing- it, it was a little bit of sauce on uh, one, yeah. one Buy. Are we back to a Bing Bong Ching Chong now? <laughs> no, dude. I didn't do that. <laughs> it was called Wonton Buy. Oh, is it like Wi-Fi buys? <laughs> Caught it. We had we had that down south. It was called Tweeter. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Continue. Um, but yeah, no, I, there was no like otaku culture when I was growing up. Otaku culture started in America as it became like its own thing, and anime culture became its own thing in America. Everybody in my family except me is going to something this weekend, <clears throat> anime related. Katsukon, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that this weekend? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I went to MacFest. What the, yeah. MacFest was a few weeks ago. That's kind of a big one. They're in the throes of Well, well just just let's talk about that real quick. Well, With Gaylord. Is that so is that a legit a two day thing to walk through at all? Is that I'm sorry? Like like if my family wants to go and they want to walk through the whole is it a two day thing just to get through it all? No, it's a no. one day thing. Okay. But like there's panels and shit if you want. Mm-hmm. There's lots of panels usually, um, and just people watch if you like to hang out in the area. And it's a nice area. If you've been yeah. to the Gaylord, it's not cool. that Gaylord. No. Just a little bit Gaylord. I've been to I've been to the Gaylord in Nashville. Okay, no. It's Gaylord the same National thing. is a great place. Lots of yeah. nice restaurants. The indoor part is nice. It's a place you would go to without going to a convention. Just gotcha. to like, if you want to have like fancy hotel sex, right? <laughs> you'd go there. Okay. The, the casino is gotcha. there. Um, nice. But no, it, it's, it's a cool place to be for a couple of days. I'm not going to the anime convention. Right. Everyone else in my family. No, they, they, if they like anime, they would be. They live They would have a good time for good. two days. So they're like, they're we, actually going to stay the and night. And they have like, I, I don't know. Your, your, your family's probably like. I don't know if they have like friends, like anime group friends. I don't know. I don't think so. So like, that's the difference. Like right. going to party with other anime people that you know, is also worth it. Right on. Uh, let me see if there's anything else that I missed here. One more question for all the Nerd Ragers, even those who can't find time to celebrate diversity in Black Future Month. Hey now! <laughs> it's Valentine's Day and love is in the air. What song was playing the first time you slow danced with a girl? Not the ass grabbing grind and shit it would evolve into. I'm talking about the first sweet, innocent, you can still feel the tingles when you think about it dance. For me, it was Boys to Men, End of the Road in oh. sixth grade. Mock away, deservingly so. I don't give a shit. That song still puts me in the feels. Thanks for a great discussion. That's a good song. Um, Man, I, I could tell you where it was and who it was with, but I can't place the song. I'm sure it was something similar to that. or uh, yeah, I, could, uh, I can't tell Jodeci. you. Jodeci. I, I mean, can't even tell you what my first slow dance was. Ninth grade homecoming with Tina Johnson. No, no, it wasn't Tina Johnson. Oh, oh, first and last name basis now. Wrong, wrong, oh, wrong first person. base, Do- first base, last base. Docs. Who was <laughs> that? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, I do remember Stacy Westbrook. Okay, I didn't. I didn't get a, a date until I all go to prom till like senior year because I wasn't a popular kid until like late. No, I went to year. three proms in one year. No, oh. my senior, my junior. <laughs> And then some. I went with someone the year after I graduated. Do you remember the theme? The trash. It's basically it. I mean, it was, they should have just had garbage prompts. It was. It was. I don't. I, I don't. I'm sure miss, one was I don't want to miss the thing. Was one of the years. So, it was, something was under the sea. I'm sure. Under the, what, do you have a song like a theme song? I, I couldn't. That's one of the reasons I, I why I fucking. Oh, I know. It was Casey and JoJo. Uh, All my life. Yeah. For see? me. So that's why, like, the fucking uh, I don't want to miss a thing is, like, drilled into my mind because that's the one prom that they go to. 
Drew. Can you imagine mm. real version <laughs> of Aaron's? I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Sign it up. <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. The Bil- drill version is about his ops that he would not want to miss a thing when they were coming through. Build so the booth. Fucking kill them. <laughs> Build the booth. <laughs> um, so uh, I'd have no idea. I have no idea. What's, I still I, like, have that little uh, the little cup. I don't know you guys. I'm not really cup. a slow dancer. Like I don't I don't cuddle with a bitch. I don't do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck the drool out of him, huh? Um, no, no, no. I, I like I, I, I know that Laura and I slow dance to take my breath away by Berlin. I, but I, not the Jessica Simpson version. No, certainly not. Um, <laughs> that was seemed to be the time, you know, when we were in high school. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It, I don't even think it was in high school. It was. It was our wedding. Oh, okay. Like, but I can't. I can't tell you another slow. Like, I'm. Like, I, did you go to any dances at school? I went to homecoming. Are you in the club? Posted up. Got my. Arms folded, could it pull down and these haters I'm scoping? I gotta tell you, Pushing like my body from side to side. You know, at my school, like there, like I mean, the dance, for, with the exception maybe a prom, like the dance floor was like an open square that nobody got into except one kid that could like really fucking well, it was, pop it and lock was just, and shit, and he would like jump out there for like five just minutes, break dancing and by himself. Be it, you so know, it, it would just be, and then the slow yeah, dance. the slow dances, and our DJ was our janitor who was high off his ass. <laughs> Great times. Yeah, his nickname, we, everybody shit. called him Amp because he was a DJ and <laughs> yeah, we he just, sold weed at school too. I don't think that, I don't think it was many dance, like I went to homecoming, I don't really remember it. Well, based on what we know about Jeremy B, I'm sure it was a square dance. <laughs> I went to, um, I went to Laura's prom, I didn't go to mine, um, because like I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't a, I wasn't a popular kid in the sense of like the high school, like this, I wasn't going to get voted for prom king. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no doubt. Me either. But I was definitely, I definitely had friends in high school. Mm-hmm. But it would have been more confusing to my high school class had I showed up for prom than if me not coming. You know, they'd be like, yeah. "Bobby's not coming to this shit." Like, you know, he's at Mario's house and getting stoned and, <laughs> and talking shit, <laughs> talking about something called drill music. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um. So anyway, thanks uh, for sending that back in, Jeremy. Yeah. All right, Ryan podcasting question this is from the good minister who has a podcast called the black delegates it's available on all your streaming platforms i've been listening to this pod for i don't know how long maybe even before i was married been married almost 10 years no it's not that long i know your listener numbers from what you said on the pod 1200 or so an episode i know you all dabble in the realm pun intended of twitch and youtube as well to varying degrees of success at what point do you feel it's a success or failure how few listeners would you be okay with to continue a pod that's just a funny question um are you are you just doing something with your friends or does your audience size matter to you what's the fewest that you would bother 50 100 1000 10,000 100,000 per episode um the common may, listener may not understand but podcasting takes a lot of time editing not really <laughs> gathering <laughs> topics uh show prep <laughs> so that on my end takes a little bit of time and fills in um i uh, think I'm sorry. Show prep to whatever degree you choose to do it and cost us money for Podbean, et cetera. I guess the real question is, how do you know a podcast should be over? Huh? Ooh. Thanks, Nerd Ragers. Uh, Rangers was an autocorrect, but I'm leaving it in. <laughs> um, I don't think about how many people listen to this I, me, show. Like, until, just, like, and I think that's what makes this show good is we just... And listen, we've also... <clears throat> the Good Minister, uh, I, I appreciate the amount of work you're putting into your show, but I think we've whittled this down to the simplest raw format it could possibly it be. It definitely yeah. is the least amount of effort now, I feel like, than... Like when I first joined a few years back, there was... I, I, I feel like there was more effort in like putting a show together. Yeah, I think like in terms yeah. of like 
uh, discussion points. Yeah, and, yeah. It's more production involved. Now, for me anyway, personally, now I just show up, like, talk for three hours and then fucking go home down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, like, uh, I, I definitely don't do it for the numbers. Like, until um, you said we were in the charts, I, I like, I always say, I don't, I don't even, it doesn't, I know that we're being listened to, so sometimes I address the audience, but it's not in my mind that, like, a fucking <clears> bunch <throat> of people are listening. Right. Like, I'm here to talk to my friends. Right. So, like, that's the thing, is that, like, I, I'm appreciating the success yeah. of it, but I'm not worried about it. If it goes to five people, but those five people... You see, it's, it's, it's like it's kind of what Patreon has taught me in many ways. Like, I got 30,000... A lot of people hit me up recently saying, congrats on 30,000. I was like, oh, oh congrats on 30,000. Yeah, Robert, Robert, Robert D. let informed me the moment it happened. Bubby. <laughs> I've been hitting refresh for the past hour. <laughs> Guess what you've done? Um, but like, I have thirty thousand people subscribed to my, you know, in some change subscribed to my YouTube account. Mm-hmm. I have two hundred and some people on my Patreon. Mm-hmm. That number means way more to me than the thirty thousand number. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the it's not about the number to me. It's about the quality of listener. Mm-hmm. Like, um. You know, I think that this show also benefits from people that like we get a ton of questions like every week that mm-hmm. we don't really ask for, but that, yes. but it helps make the show what it yeah. is, and it's become more interactive, like less just talking to the void. Yeah. Um. So like, I think you know when the show is over when when you start not caring about doing it. I think it's a personal mm-hmm. thing, not an outside thing. Like when you're like, man, like when I I knew that I needed to readdress Shattercast when sometimes I'd feel like, man, I don't feel like doing this shit tonight. Yeah, I remember when you used to be like, oh, I got another show to do Yeah, you know, like, that's, I think, when it's more, it's not about the listener number, it's about how you feel about doing it, you know? Um, I think it's also personal, even though there's three of us on this podcast, we all three of us probably have a little bit something different that we want from the show or getting out of the show or would make us want to stop the show. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it would be like, if we stop having things to talk about, if I don't want to talk to you guys anymore, that would be the only time... I wouldn't yeah. want to do yeah, it. Yeah, that would that would make sense as to not there's a reason not to do it. Yeah, sure. like I mean, like like sometimes we have serious topics. Sometimes we have like really interesting like shows or movies that's coming. But a lot of times we're just bullshitting, right? And that's yeah. what I'm here for. Yeah, right. Yeah. If, if I ever find a time where I'm like I'm coming here to go through the motion to put a show out, then I have to reevaluate. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then let's see what else. And but uh, Twitch is a little bit different. Just speaking from yeah, my end, yeah, because it's not a pre-recorded thing; it's mm-hmm. a live thing, and it's an interactive thing. So it's a little bit um, nicer when you have a buffer, like when we do two people show, like me and Krista is on a show. But if you're twitching <laughs> by yourself, you, um, you probably need a medical clerk. Call nine one one. I'm falling. I can't get up. Button. Yeah. Um, it becomes effort if it, if you weren't established because you have if you're not a thing where it's just someone watching you do something right usually mm-hmm. it's a, a, people come to Twitch for interaction so if no if you don't have enough people in the audience or the audience is not interactive they're not typing in chat there's nothing for you to go off of you have to just come up with shit to bullshit about on your own like if that becomes a regular thing I wouldn't do it okay because it feels like work it feels like work and also it's awkward right. it's awkward just making small talk to like it feels like there's people just staring at you to fucking give them content right. and it's not 
yeah interactive anymore where now it's like our shows is not a shit ton of people but the, the chat is always active there's always something saying something it's always us talking to somebody right 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 and that's what keeps it going um kevin r writes in two things two musically viable people heard crown on my playlist that line about uh making yourself a crown to play king for a day caught them i believe it's called the hook <laughs> uh, <laughs> one is my bonus stepson he one is my bonus stepson he is eight but a normie at 16 well he said what's this shit i like it uh two i'm a horrible influence on my kids because i might do whatever joe does and watch youtube while i drive (laughs) (laughs) all kinds of things while i'm driving um everything else but the road next one is from ryan he says geriatric park by the power of Grayskull, Nerd Rage. Just saw the new Jurassic World trailer. I think it looks pretty cool. Overplayed series, but still kind of want to see it. Anywho, why is Hollywood having such a hard time figuring out where to advertise? YouTube seems to kind of be the only place that I ever see any advertisements these days. Even Instagram has knocked back the number of advertisements that I've been seeing lately. Um, Not me. Some uh, people have turned uh, off advertisements also. Yeah, and some people pay to get out of advertising. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, That's right. I will tell you something. You want to hear something crazy? My wife and I walked into Love Sack. That's not a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> it's a viable business. We walked in. We sat down on the couch. We talked to a store representative that was quite sweet. I, I'm, I'm fond of her. Did they sit down with you? They did. Okay. And I, I asked her for her card because mm-hmm. I want her to get the commission. Mm-hmm. I, I quite liked her. Um, anyway, I say that to say this. She was like, you'll probably get an email from Lovesack because, you know, you walked into the store and it'll probably be on your Instagram feed. And I laughed because I know what she means, mm-hmm. right? But there's no way the store can just email you. The store emails yes. us. Nice. Yes. We, we never gave them an email. No, it doesn't have to. Depends on what I, service you have, too, I think. How the fuck does that happen? Well, you have Apple? Yeah. I mean, but she didn't know that. The, and you didn't Most, fill out... A lot of people have Apple. You didn't fill out anything at all. Nothing. No. I mean, it's a location thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like, so. Like, it's all tied. Your, your email is tied to your phone, tied to your account. Like, mm-hmm. if someone has access to your phone, they automatically can send you an email. It's just a really small store, you know? Like, it's crazy. Um, I mean, the satellites are real good, man. They know exactly where you are. Yeah. They know when you're in a store yeah, in but the mall. They, yeah, but they they do and they don't. Like, I, I happen to know a little bit about that. Yeah. Like, location services and stuff. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. But it ain't... But also verbal It context. ain't close. It's listening to you. It's listening well, to Well, I, I would yeah. imagine they have a network and you ping their network. Right. And, and it's just, it's just it crazy. It, yeah, it's a Wi-Fi or whatever. It's not a conspiracy thing. Like, it, it sounds funny, but like... I like it sounds like oh no the, the people talking about your phone listening to you is like half joking like I don't think so man I've definitely we all experienced talking about some shit and it pops up on your phone it's right. definitely fucking yeah. listening yeah, even sure. if it's not a person per se it's an algorithm it's an AI listening to f- keywords and then fucking showing it to you right yep uh, Joe have you caught any of the legends of Vox Machina I will I this the last three episodes well of this season drops this Friday I believe uh, you know I'm a binger he said gotta love animated tits in the first five minutes of the first episode, and he also said he's loving the show. I mean, I, I love animated tits. I watch hentai. I choose to watch <clears throat> hentai. I watched some hentai this morning. I'm going back to Euphoria for just a second. Oh, speaking of... Oh, yeah. That show has more dick in it than I've ever seen. You were talking about... What were we talking about the other day? There was a few episodes ago, we were talking about there was... A it was Euphoria. It was that... Okay. It's, it's getting more and more... Like, 
Penis. penis. It's almost penis. like it's almost like I think that <laughs> I, wiener, wiener. Yeah. it's almost like I think they're doing it to prove a point or something. To push but I mean, a boundary. there's also erect penises, which I thought was off limits. Like like it was one of those like well, it's HBO. Yeah, but it, it, they've never had it before. Like there's like rules to the shit. Like yeah. there has been, you sure. know, historically. Um, do you think that? <clears throat> what, do you think it just happened to be an erect penis, or they had to fluff the guy? In this scene, so the, the rule was erect. Huh? The rule was erect, like a flaccid penis only. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the show. In the they sh- were like, right, in, okay, in this scene, I want an erect. The director's like, I want an erect penis in this scene. So the only one that I can really remember, or the guy would just happen. I to think have a boner. It, I think it might be a fake dick altogether. Okay, yeah. Um, so the erection is, a, yeah. is is purposeful. Yes, but but yes, it's for sure meant to be erect. Mm-hmm. But like, I almost think that they're doing it to kind of desensitize you from seeing it, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting and like. There's this one, like, they'll do shit like they're doing a slideshow, and it's kind of meta, like, they're breaking the fourth wall, they're talking to the, like, this is how a drug addict's mind work, and they bring up, like, it's like an instructor at a thing, and there's a screen here, like, you kind of know the vibes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and they're like, the drug addict releases dopamine, and you know, they show all this, and they're like, oh, sorry, that's just a dick by accident, and they go into the next one, you know, and like, but they're just like, it's just dicks everywhere. It's like Fight Club. It was just dick slices of dick slices. Yeah, uh, yeah. Slice. yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Tyler Durden got a hold of this whole fucking show. <laughs> nice. Um, I guess. How did we get on there? Um, uh, what, how, do we get, how do we get on Oh, the thing? tits in the animated show. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Um, so Vox Machina is one of the things I helped, <clears throat> uh, like, was part of the Kickstarter of. So, you know, I talk about listening to, uh, watching on YouTube a D&D show. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a bunch of voice actors, anime, cartoon, and general voice actors who play D&D online who's become hugely successful. And they now have this anime show. They were going to, like, try to fund one episode. They would have, like, a goal and they're like, oh, I don't even know we were going to make it, but, like, they ended up being one of the highest Kickstarters ever <laughs> and enough to fund two seasons. And, wow. and, oh, and that's what that is. Yeah, and I didn't Amazon realize picked that. it up. That's and interesting. It's delayed. It was supposed to come out last year because COVID and everything. The first season is now dropping three episodes at a time every Friday. Um, next, This coming Friday should be the last three. I'm going to definitely watch it. Nice. I, I still watch for the <clears> role, <throat> the um, YouTube slash Twitch show. I got to tell you, uh, side note, anime-wise, I bought Jaina Akira... For Christmas. Wow. Along with the manga. Manga. Um, manga. Manga. Man. Manga man. Um, and I don't think she likes it. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't think it's her genre. Yeah. May, well. That, and it's so also like 40 she, years old. So I don't. I don't uh, it's, it's pretty good. So like she no, watches. Like like she likes like. She, I don't think she's a sci-fi. So she watches some other. Like Attack on Titan. Mm. It's, it's more about the. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not. It's, yeah. it's more about it's Aaron Yeager. Um, the, the last season's dropping now. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But anyway, I don't think she like because she like. I don't even think she finished it. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, the it's, anime, it's, yeah, it's, really. I think she was like, Meh. yeah. It's, it's it's a sci-fi genre. Also, is like to think about in a different way. It, yeah. More more than inter- I mean, which it, doesn't matter. It doesn't no, no, matter no. to me. But it's just it's, it's just it's, interesting to me. That's why <laughs> I always when people come and ask me about what anime to watch, and I'm like, you're asking the wrong question because. Anime is not one thing. It's just a medium. Like, what do you like? Tell me, do you like sci-fi? Do you like romantic comedy? What mm-hmm. do you like? And I'll show, tell you a show that is animated mm-hmm. in that format. Workplace relationships. I, I, there, there's, I know. I'll end up watching um, Agrixuko for Agrexico. three seasons. Whatever have you said. Um, but talking about uh, penises. Mm. I, I, um, so, Krista. Penis. 
uh, speaking. You might get you might get a group chat at some point. I tell you to send a group chat. But like she sends um one of our IRL friends who does Twitch and on hugely successful on OnlyFans and what's her name by the way? I'm not sure if I should give it out on air. Or OnlyFans. She doesn't promote her OnlyFans. I mean, like her stage name or whatever. But I don't know if we. I want to. Uh, he doesn't want to connect those dots. Okay. Right yeah. Now. yeah. People Be- have, because because she's had stalkers. Oh, okay. People already. have asked. Yeah. So, all right. So. I, 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 Tell it to the off air and then relate them. I'll ask Krista. I'll okay. Ask, okay. Just like just because you don't want dots connected when like people yep, have stalkers. Yep, yep. Okay. Um. Anyway, so like um, in order to collaborate anything on OnlyFans, apparently you have to have your own OnlyFans. So Krista has set up all these um social media accounts on like Fansly, OnlyFans, and all that. She doesn't do any nude stuff. Sorry, guys. She doesn't do any nude stuff on there, but she does post on there. She does have an account and she offers some services. One of which for funsies is her friend told her, you should do a um, rate my dick video um, uh, offer uh, that you can buy. She's gotten like three so far. <laughs> she made like 300 bucks from people wanting, wanting to send her pics or videos of their dick so that she can make a response video. To judge these said dicks, and she's like, "Okay, and, and you, you want to be nice about it? You can be only mean about it, or be honest about it." And dude, this one dick is the comically long. <laughs> it is the longest dick I've seen outside of porn. <laughs> it's, it's like scary. Are you? you <laughs> Remember that one time when, like, when we started COVID two years ago, and we're like, we should just sit here and rate dicks for the rest of the day. I'm gonna tell her to start sending you dicks that she gets sent. But like, people pay for this shit. Mm-hmm. People that that long dick guy paid her like 150 dollars to 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 rate his dick. Oh, she could probably right. also like step on stuffed animals and stuff. <laughs> probably, and probably she's making all just kinds op- of side op- money. Right Listen, now. once you once you open that get that door, you might as well just. There's a lot of stuff you can do and never yeah. do anything well, graphic. Anyone who wants her to rate your dick and wants to pay my wife to rate your dick, like you can also send on the radio mail. Emotional <laughs> <You> damage. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, that's shit, dude, we we we're getting like new a uh, new piece of gym equipment from all this fucking extra money she's making. Wow. Love to hear it. Pa- and Hello. you don't even have to be naked. Like, look, man. Like, d- there's perks. Okay, there's there's only co- like neg- the downside to, to being a woman. There's negative in society. There's a negative side to being a man too. But there's also like if you happen to be an attractive lady, there's a, there's a good amount of upside. You to don't it. even have to be all that attractive. That I, I was trying to explain to her that we were we were go- scrolling through things last night. She's like, I don't think this girl looks that good. I'm like, I don't think it's so either. Not about that. And she's like, she makes a lot of money. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not it's not about, about that. that. Dudes will pay money for anything. It's the attention. Yeah, go to go to the block. Yeah, or you know any other gentleman's club in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Hooters. Some Hooters are did not all built the same. <clears throat> Hello, Power Rangers. It is Abraham again. Of, Hi, Abraham. Of Tamale loving fame. Yes. I have mostly gone through your Rogan Experience podcast, and I don't know if it was addressed later, but I kind of just wanted to ask you more about your opinion on the efforts to censor Joe Rogan. I just think that is very sad crusade to see because Rogan is just a podcast where he just talks to people. He isn't trying to be a trusted news source as trustworthy as those can be. I would also like to, uh, well, let me stop right there. <clears throat> so we're against the censorship of anybody. Yes. Correct. Um, but let me also say he's just a podcast asking, like, you're right. However, we did talk about this on the show. Um, it's just like Jon Stewart, uh, who would make political claims and then say, but well, I'm just a comedian. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just a comedian. Or who is the Greek guy, Meganopolis, the guy he got, he was a conservative. He got in all sorts of hot water. Um, he was a gay. Yeah, I remember. Like he would show up Ky- to Kylo, not Kylo. Kylo Ren. Meganopolis. Ma- that sounds familiar. You know I, who I, I'm talking, I know about. Talking, about. talking about. It was several years ago. Yeah. So he would say these radical things, right? Or extreme things. Mm-hmm. And then people would press him on it. Like, oh, I'm just a provocateur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so like, to say that Joe Rogan is just a podcaster, mm-hmm. yes and no. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a podcaster, but he's certainly an influencer, and he certainly yeah, has an political influencer. views and shit that lean certain ways, as we all do. Sure. So, this, like, it's it's dismissive to fall back on that. He mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. I think that what he's doing is well within his rights. My issue with a lot of this shit is not so much about his, what he's saying, it's about, it's funny to watch business especially when you deal with the fucking music business but it's funny to watch spotify move that's what i take from all of this shit it's also funny that people have been calling out like they try to get on misinformation race is next and then misogyny and that happened mm-hmm. um and then the person predicted that transphobia will be the last attempt so that's yet to be seen but like that's what's interesting about it to me but don't think for a minute that this, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's just a podcaster. He, just, he says that. I'm just asking questions. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you should ask those questions, and you should be allowed to ask those questions, and you sign a contract with Spotify, and Spotify should honor that contract and all that shit. I agree with all that shit. Sure. But don't, don't, don't do that. We all know who you are and what you mean socially. Yeah. You have you do have a responsibility. How you choose to use that is totally up to you. Yeah, you whether you chose to be an influencer doesn't does have no regards to whether you all want right. or not. I mean, he, he has a platform and he has a voice and people uh, a significant. Voice. Yeah. So I mean, he was he's not just a podcast. podcast. So I haven't heard, listened to him in about a couple of years, but I listened to him a lot. I watched a lot of his shows. I, I don't I don't know if he's changed what, but it is like so. I can't speak for. I can't respond to anything currently but like mm-hmm. i do see people especially like on 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 my twitch even like, when we're interacting people are talking about him and i'm just i don't go to defend because I, I don't know what's going on recently but i'm yeah. like he's not being represented properly if i'm remembering correctly of who he, he it was well, he is the last thing i remember well, he was always a left-leaning person when it comes to like things i don't know if i would say that it, I think he's. I think I don't. Th- so I think. I, mean, I think he's more complicated than that. I think. Yes, I think, I think a too. lot of his. And he like, talks like, like, like 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 he's everybody. like he's like he's like legalized weed, like like, mm-hmm. like more left leaning kind yeah. of things. But he's also uh, has a has a fair amount of political views that are lean right yes, as well. Yes. You know, like. And, and I don't think with the guns and shit. Yeah, and I think that like once again, life is far more complicated than black and white. It's far more complicated than left and right. It's these variants of gray. Bars. How, however, it, it definitely in regard to the vaccine, in regard yeah, to that's, all this yeah, shit. I don't know anything about that. I know that's what people are talking about, and I have no idea about that. And and he's not like like just the, like this line here, right? And Abraham, you, you know, I love you, buddy. It's no, but like uh, he's not trying to be a trusted news source. In our no, fo- in, yeah, but in the Fox News CNN world we live in, who is a trusted news source anymore? But he's not trying to be in a CNN any any of these any cable news source mm-hmm. is not a trusted news so, source. So like, anybody that's constantly getting money for an agenda that they have on the news, left, right, middle ground, whatever, 
can't be trusted because you make money from getting certain types of energy on your site. I would love to see the, uh, I mean, it's probably not readily available, see what his numbers have looked like since this stink has come up. And so that's the thing, one of the reasons I used to listen to him, I I found a lot of the guests entertaining, but also the fact that like it wasn't one, everybody, anybody could be on that show at any given time. And still can. People are like, oh, he has extreme far right people on the show. I'm like, he had extreme far left people on the show. Correct, correct. So like, but he has had in regard to the vaccine and shit, like yeah, I, I, he's definitely definitely something going on there. He's not a trusted news site, but he does want his show to have integrity of being a trustworthy podcast. Mm-hmm. And if that podcast happens to be delivering information that's relevant to today, mm-hmm. you could say that's mm-hmm. news. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like to argue over the word news is silly. It's about the information and whether or not the information is relevant and pertinent to the way of life today. And he's definitely having those conversations. And I think those conversations are valid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've been saying from day one about this fucking vaccine. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've had power talks about this vaccine. We're all gambling. Especially with kids. Nobody knows for sure. There's no certainty with this shit. Right. We're gambling. We're, We're taking the information that we have and we're doubling down on black or we're doubling down on red. And maybe we're right. Maybe they're right. Maybe, you know, who knows? You know, but, at the end, when you find out when you find out. But yep. to pretend, like, there's a there's an interesting thing that I was listening to. It was like a, it was a group of medical people that were together and they were having a conversation about it. And like, you know, because like there's, there, the vaccine has had in small numbers proportionately, it has had heart side effects, mm-hmm. cardiac side effects. And this, this nurse crying about fucking having to have this 10-year-old die of a fucking STEMI within 24 hours of taking the fucking vaccine like it's like what could it be possible that it wasn't caused by the vaccine sure mm-hmm. how many kids have ever died in the history of mankind at the age of 10 from a fucking stimmy i bet you i could count them on one hand i have no idea i can't speak to that with any education yeah like that's not a that's that's not so, like it's like how many people have been eaten by a um let me pick something fucking like uh you know like a fucking panda you know like maybe like it's 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 that one we're, rapper we're, you know we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about that kind of shit like that's not yeah. the shit that affects kids but anyway i think it's important for him to have those conversations i'm in defense of him having those conversations mm-hmm. what i'm not in defense of is playing down like his conversations don't mean anything yeah. that they're not fucking trusted that they don't have a social impact because they do just own it mm that's all I'm saying. And what people take away from Joe Rogan is, well, if he's got, if it's on Joe Rogan, it's got to be true. That I'm not saying everybody does, but a lot of people are like, well, well you know, I mean, that's that's, that's a this cultish. It is. That's a cult, he has a cultish following without trying to get one. The, the last time I listened to, him, I can think of the, the last two podcasts his, I listened to. He had Bernie Sanders on there. Well, that was a long time ago. Well, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And then he had The Undertaker when he was doing his I'm not wrestling, so I'll talk about shit tour. Yeah. And he said some interesting things on there, The Undertaker, about wrestling. That, And honestly, I haven't. Because I, I don't use Spotify, so it's out of my way to yeah. go get, to listen to it. Somebody did say something funny, like it was a meme. And it's, of course, a, a very common, lowest common denominator deduction from the viral video going around. There's a, have you know about this video with Joe? It's a two to three minute video of every time he said the N word. And point is, it's two to three minutes. However, there's no disparaging remarks made in regard to the n-word because probably every time that he said it he's just saying it as a word and yes. talk, you know <clears throat> if they had those remarks they would have definitely included them in that video because it would have supported that point right however there's a meme going around that said um yeah they made a video about me saying uh the n-word all the times that i've said it at work too it was zero seconds long 
yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny. But it's it's also it's, also it's not, not a it's yeah. not a fair comparison. It, it also you're not being recorded at work. It can but it can be both can be true. Yes. Like it can be a funny meme and also not a fair comparison. Exactly. Um Things can be multiple things. And like and like we said, like we talked about, like Evan and I and, and Dante talked about last week, like, you know, it's 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 far more complicated. And it it's it, and trust me, believe what I say when I tell you, I'm not a Joe Rogan fan at all. When the smoke settles there, it has nothing to do with the M word. It has nothing yeah. to do with misogyny. It has everything to do with other agendas being played at a, an attempt to, sure. to take him down. Like it's a hit. I mean, like I haven't listened to him in the last at least two years, but I probably listened to like three digits plus worth of hours of him talking. Well, that's just one episode. <laughs> it could be, yeah. and like I don't get any of that. I mean, honestly, the, when him. I when I did listen to him, I would if the guest looked interesting. Like he had, uh, yeah, it's always uh, about the guest. Uh, when he like Donnell Rollins was on there one time. He's had some uh, Steve Harvey was on, just a bunch of comedians. I like when he has a comedians on there because they always end up telling these kind of you I, know uh, inside baseball stories and shit that that's interesting to me. I like the scientists, I've never really people. I, I've never really gotten into the scientist stuff. I, I mean, I know we that's you know it, it seemed like it was some sort of celebrity or comedian some sort of athlete or he does the MMA shows and then it's uh you know sci- uh, science or political something yeah. and so he but. goes on to say um uh, I would also like Joe KW's perspective as he works in pharma and may have a stance on the once medical qualms of Joe Rogan's speech. I don't even think you. I don't. I don't even. I don't think Joe's up to date on Joe Rogan's speech. I don't even know if I'm up to date on Joe Rogan's speech. Yeah. Um, he said, I also, in a way, hope you guys never get too big because your brand of honesty, which I'm drawn to, isn't for general audiences. That Bill Cosby comment you made, I get it. You justified it satisfyingly to me. The world would not see it that way. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> Often, we don't know what we see after the show is over. Yeah, uh, I hope it wasn't too terrible. Um, that's why I back Rogan, because we are all human, diverse as we are flawed, and being against him sets up a dangerous precedent. I, I totally agree. And, and I hope you don't get the wrong impression of last week. None of us were saying just shut Joe Rogan down. No, all not, of us were. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm against censorship. First yeah, of all, Dante, and, Evan, and I were all saying that you don't shut so, Joe Rogan down. Yeah. We were having a conversation about how we felt about some of the things he said, but mm-hmm. that was independent of what he said. And in regard to y- your speech here, I just think that he needs to be responsible for what he says mm-hmm. and, and responsible and know that he knows how powerful he is. It, yeah, j- just say it. Just like like yeah, I know I'm going to have an impact. That's why I'm asking the questions. If I'm not give, like, it's important. If he's not going to ask the questions, who is? Right. I'm I'm for him asking the questions. Just yeah. don't try to play it off like oh I'm just a I'm just a little podcaster. I'm not a, no. You're a big fucking deal, yeah. and what you say has has consequences. You know, and just own it. That's all. And, and, That's yeah, it. And, and you can't own it without being at fault for things because people are just going to be sheep. It's not. It's not just about Joe Rogan. It's about Correct. people listening to or reading a, a headline and then fucking knee-jerk reaction to it. Because Correct. People coming into my pharmacy asking for a fucking horse dewormer that ha- probably hasn't heard of Joe Rogan. It's probably some. Uh, right. They heard from a friend who heard from a friend who heard from somewhere. How often has that happened? Not so much this past couple of weeks but like there was a while it just like um two two years ago now when like every came everybody came for plaque window and i couldn't get plaque window it's, it's because some shit somebody said that's either misinformation or or things that are being said too soon yeah and everyone who has a friend who's a doctor or is a doctor bum rushing the pharmacy mm. what is interesting aside from just on the topic is like sometimes i am Sometimes I live in a bubble where I think like we got our shit together as a species. Like, in oh. reg- in, listen, 
listen, in regard to certain things, right? Like this disease pops up, right? Or this virus. And we're kind of like, all right, this is how we're going to treat it. This is how we're going to do it. You know, whatever. Right. And I'm like, oh, they're medical professionals. They're doctors, et cetera, et cetera. And it's interesting to me to think that like, oh, two years later, they're like, ventilators may have been a wrong choice. But I mean, like how many people died? You know, it's sometimes it's disheartening to me when I, when, when I'm like, man, like, let's be honest. We know how to set bones. Everything else, everything else is kind of well, like you learn on the go. How else? You, how else would you know until you? I'm not blaming anybody. No, no, I, I say like I'm I, just saying that like you know you go into this you you trust you know what I mean. There's a trust set up right and like there was pretty much a statistic that fifty it was a fifty fifty shot once you got put on a ventilator. Yes, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And now they're saying, uh, but it's like a seventy five twenty five if you don't get put on a ventilator and we do this instead. Yeah, but we only know that from the experience. Yes, right. But it's like That's the problem. But it's just disheartening that like we still can be so far behind the eight ball. I mean, you know, you know, like it's just it's just disheartening to me. Uh, I think it's because maybe you're not in the health. Oh med- no, med- medical field. I mean, I spend a lot of time in there. I know, but I mopping it, up and and a different aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. Not on that that end. To to where like where I went through through school, so I, I came out of school knowing that we don't know shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah, like right, I came right, out of school right, knowing right. that we treat things empirically, mean, meaning by <clears throat> experience. We every time you get a cold or a sore throat, you don't get cultures taken. You get a guesswork of antibiotic, right. which mostly will work. And if that doesn't work, they give you the second line, which in general will work. But in order for it to work every time, every time you have a sore throat, they would have to take a culture, find out what bacteria is, and select Specialized a specific... Right. We're not going to do that. No. no. That's it, what I'm saying. We treat things empirically because in experience, 99% of the time, when this happens, you do this. Mm-hmm. And that's just a realistic of how life works. And if this thing has never happened ever in the entirety of human existence, nobody knows. And no, no for one's sure. going to know until it happens to 99% of people. Yeah, for sure. But it's not, we're not talking about the difference between a panda and a space alien. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is unique and new, mm-hmm. but it is not, it's not, it's not, cal- you're not showing calculus to a caveman. I mean, viruses are very... I mean, we knew what RNA strand the shit was based off before it hit the country. Yeah, but... So, like, I'm, I am yeah. know that it's new, but it's not... Uh, we, we haven't... We, we knew about... We, we still can't cure cancer yet. Uh, well, I know. That, that's what I'm any, saying. Any of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, I hope I break my elbow. Because <laughs> I know we can fix that. Yeah. Right. There's certain things we definitely can fix. <laughs> but what those things are, are a lot and, more limited, oh, I yeah, think, than the general masses. Or even sometimes me and my and my ignorance of just going through the day, thinking about things generally instead of specifically, mm-hmm. that even I give ourselves more credit <laughs> than, oh, yeah. than, than we actually right. are and, and deserving of. Every single person being treated is a guinea pig for the next person, even with established treatments because it will get better like a knee replacement 20 years ago or no 20 a knee replacement 10 years ago versus a knee replacement a knee replacement today can be outpatient i mean i'll tell you i I had a customer yesterday who went for a knee surgery in the morning and came out in the evening to get his scripts i had i blew out both my acls over a 10-year period and the uh, the the difference in the the surgery and the recovery 
I mean, it, the first one, I was down basically for a week. I couldn't do anything. The second one, I was back at work two days later. Right. So and it sucks for the guy who got the surgery 20 years ago who was like, man, I, I fucking missed the bone in that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now for the MILF part. This sounds like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on now. I don't know what you could tell me about it other than how it sounds to an average person, so I guess just evaluate it like that. I work at a discount retail shop, and she's my coworker. We are dating. I am 22. She is 35. My mom is oh, quite opposed baby. to such a union. <laughs> that old mom, I wonder. Whoa. We are both virgins. Whoa. And while I'm a horny guy... She blows far past me in that regard. On 35. Su- hang on. 35-year-old virgin. Wow. On Super Bowl day, almost all she could talk about is her sexual plans for me. And when I tried to change the subject about thinking and greatness because I felt the way about the Rams winning, <laughs> she straight drew a blank and then proceeded to go back to the sex stuff. I had to mention this, and I kind of agreed to roll back the magnitude of our sexual plans. I kind of just want us to know more about ourselves than just the sexual. I was starting to feel like a human dildo, to which I'd be a shitty one. I swear she's got a personality, though. So I guess that concludes that. Worth it or nah? Dude, well, she's a very, in a very different stage in life and a very unique situation. And blow yeah. her back out. What are you doing? Because she doesn't know how. Learn. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I mean she, she won't you, know the difference. You could learn together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You Watch the movie. Watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, Find get some content. After that thing. You know, like, uh, look, I'll tell but you. it's a lot of responsibility. Listen, if you want to. For sure, But listen. If, you, if listen. you're going to blow a 35-year-old version's back, that's a lot of responsibility. If he, wants yeah. to, if he wants to make sure he's on the up and up, you can send your dick pic request. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing is that, like, um, like, man, like, what are you, like, and uh, I, I mean, I respect your religious views or whatever. The, uh, I respect everybody's what, whatever, choices. Whatever reason, I respect, I respect your choices are your choices. That's fine. But I will say this. I went through... Fuck, it was, uh, I was about eight years ago. I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can be celibate for one month. The no nut November? Yeah, basically, before it was a hashtag. <laughs> and it was like June. <laughs> um, what is a bad time? All the sundresses out there. I, I, I know. But like, I can tell you it was very frustrating. Um, and I, I became someone that I, much like me not drinking, <laughs> that I didn't, that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, I was angry. I was irritable. Yeah. I was, you know, I was, I was aggressive. I was pent up. Adam's mother said something to me that haunts me to this day. She said, you only get one go at this life. You fuck her and enjoy each other as much as you can while you're here now you never look back she said this on a facebook post i have you know. <laughs> <laughs> whoa yolo now now i took her advice ever since right never look back <laughs> hey, yeah! um but i've also applied it to a lot of other things in my life mm-hmm. you know and i think at her age She's looking at life with a more finality in mind, mm-hmm. you know, and not to say that she's old, she's, she's relatively young and I hope that she lives a very long yeah, life. younger than us. But like, um, what? No, I thought you were talking about the lady. I thought you were talking about the 35 year old lady. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Anna's mom. Yeah. Cause 35 year old lady is, is a bit, you know, yeah. The t- time clock, certain clocks are ticking at that point. But like, and she was like, what she's saying is right. And like, if, if as long as you're comfortable, 
give this, you know, she's not asking you for a million dollars. She's not asking for a Birkin bag. She's asking you to lay her down. Yeah. And by all means, sir, give, pay this woman her money. <laughs> pay some pipe. That might be the most interesting, uh, shaven pubes, none, notwithstanding, <laughs> the most interesting thing that it's been sent in to us. Yeah. And Abraham, thank you for the writing. And, for, if, and hope you, do, I, I, I know sometimes I get angry, but not angry. I know sometimes I get passionate and I start yelling and carrying on. It's not anger. It's okay. It's, oh, oh, and I appreciate the conversation. Sorry. I also want to put, put this, uh, uh, opinion in mm. her being 35 virgin and she's ready to get rid of it right mm-hmm. and there's a lot of reasons for it hormonally and like age wise like yeah. but if you don't feel comfortable right and you don't you don't see a near foreseeable future in which you want to fucking do this you should break it off yeah move for, on for not, even, not for you but for her don't waste her time anymore she, yeah not 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 a slight at her but she doesn't have much time she's 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 losing time she's gotta have a baby you don't waste not even just baby just getting some dick at 35 no nah, she's got plenty of time to get some dick yeah still well, let me ask don't you a question, time ask a question and, and Abraham I, no slight towards you no have you guys ever met a, a woman that wanted to get fucked that couldn't no. Okay. No, I have not. I'm it's, just curious why how this situation has evolved to where but, it is. But, but, <laughs> but, but either way, you're holding her up. If, if if you're not ready for it anytime soon, and she's ready for it right now, like don't hold her up. It's kind of like my dad. My you know my dad was a firefighter, and they used to say, uh, you know, the famous like cat in the tree. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like, well, the good news is I've never seen a cat skeleton in a tree. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so they tend to come down. There you go. Um. All right, so Esteban wrote in. He said, this is a long one, and he gave an emoji of a dick. Um, oh, long dick. Nice. Good, good morning, Nerd Rage Radio, and a possible special guest who I know will make me laugh. I have a couple of questions, so here you are. Joe, what kind of lotion or moisturizer, moisturizer do you use? I showed my wife your shirtless picture, and she wanted to know how you keep it tight. I'm a mechanic, so I use lotion every night after I shower to counteract any damage I've done to yeah. my body during the day. Just any Olay's or, or um, Pond's is why I usually use the like fragrance free shit um the, uh, the collagen stuff is pretty good there so, you go yeah i'm not a brand um specific it's just more You're not sponsored yeah, no yet it's like it's this is both quality and quantity quality is don't get shitty things that have fragrance and like colored and smells a certain way just moisturizing lotion but like the quantity matters like enough of it each time and multiple times a day have you uh ever had to apply your lotion uh on camera from a basket, maybe? <laughs> is that something you could... It's a service you guys I mean, offer. I, I could offer it. Yeah. Next question is about collecting habits. We all put bowling alley bumpers on so we stay in certain lanes. We all have that one line that we are all in on no matter what. And as time passes, that sentiment begins to narrow and it becomes like everything else we collect. Bobby has said on multiple platforms that he just needs a few Marvel Legends and he's done with the line. Will that ever happen with Black Series? Are there wrestlers that Pinkerton will end up skipping when they go up for pre-order? Or is there love there or is or is the love there no matter what i believe the black series figures from the pers- from the legends books did well and i'm personally hoping we get figures from the new star wars high republic series of books thought on book action figures um so let me answer the the black series stuff uh, it, i mean it could theoretically but there's so many star wars characters they still need to make and with all the boba fett books and all the mando stuff and all this shit like it's i think the possibility of like my mandalorian shelf filling up and then me saying like sorry no more room for these characters i don't really give a shit about mm-hmm. that i'll stop collecting those figures more than just star wars black series mm-hmm. overall um 
as far as legends go, it's just a few few figures. But that's how it is for most of my stuff. What about you with the wrestling figures? So honestly, I buy every wave of the AEW figures. One reason is just to support the brand, man. I, I just really, so they keep making it. Well, that and just the company in general. I really you know enjoy what they do, and I want them to be successful. Mm. So, but I mean, it, there wallet. is repetition. Obviously, you know they put they put uh, Optimus Prime and Megatron, and you know at least one of them is in every wave. So you get yeah. multiple. And I still, you know, I like I have four of some characters just because that's how many have come out. But um, no, I don't. Uh, it may get to a point where I don't order the whole wave. I just order the ones I want. Third question is about insults going too far. Now I'm a fun loving and nice guy, but my wife can tell you I can be really mean and petty if I oh, want to. Yeah, we, no. don't, we don't believe don't it. Oh, we don't, don't believe don't, it. Don't ruin your optics here, man. She says it's because it hurts more coming from me. Um, well, every Saturday morning, I play D&D from 7 to 10 with oh, my friends yeah. over Zoom. We shoot the shit and just play our simple story. But one of my friends doesn't like wife, my wife. Twice now, he has made jokes at her expense, and I haven't said anything because he's Say the type something. of guy that leans into his diagnosis. ADHD over the stimulation no. nope. and nope. other stuff that he deals with. He's the type of person that during an argument will trigger and log off. When he made the joke at Alicia's expense, I wanted to book a flight to Canada, quarantine for two weeks per the government rules, then drive to the house and punch him in his mentally ridiculous mouth. We talk shit to each other like friends do, but how would you guys handle this situation when he inevitably does it again? Uh, He wrote dies it again, just as a Freudian slip. I just want to point that out. (laughs) Do I just call him a bitch and risk being cut off the D&D circle, or should I talk to him and how he doesn't want to bring our spouse in the mix because it'll get ugly? I would message the guy or call him. You got to say, your parameters just, like, listen if you should have already said something by the time too yeah. Yeah. first time is okay the second time you should, yeah listen i know we're cool and we talk shit but yeah i can't let you talk to my wife like that yeah you're not gonna, my wife. don't I don't just, disrespect my wife don't disrespect my family yeah, like, no no fucking group is worth it yeah I, get in your D group yeah go on row 20 it's fine yeah i would address it i would address it i don't think you need to fly to canada and quarantine and all that um and i think that most people uh, you know, if you set the if you set the boundary pretty clear, I think a lot of people don't set their boundaries clear, um, and most of the time it doesn't cause an issue. But when that line is crossed, if you set the boundary and you're crystal clear, yeah. and I mean crystal clear. clear, most people will respect that. And yep. if he doesn't, then he then you know who he is and get him the fuck out of your life. But make sure you're crystal clear. Yeah, I've, don't, I, don't be too I, nice. I about definitely it. know that I've had people make these little soft ass attempt to yeah. set boundaries with me and the shit that I say and I have completely misread and misunderstood what they were trying to say. Yeah. Right. But yeah. if they were like, do not say, you know, my mother ran away with the gypsy. I don't like when you talk about it. I would not bring up the gypsy bit. Yeah. I don't know anybody's mother who ran away with a gypsy. It was just the most random thing I could think of <laughs> at the moment. Um, lastly, I wanted to ask about being an adult. Do you ever wake up and think, what am I doing to myself? Do I even want to keep having things? Would I be happier being boring like some of my friends with their one or two Funko Pops. <laughs> wow. Hopefully that wasn't too heavy and no one's running late now to their next responsibility because of me. See, always worried about somebody else, Esteban. So I don't necessarily think about that, but I do sometimes think to myself like, man, I don't feel like an adult. Oh, like, all the time. When I used to look forget. to like my dad and like other men, I'd be like, man, those are like men, grown men mm-hmm. doing man shit. I don't ever feel that way. I still feel 16. I want to listen to music about drugs and guns. I want to, uh, yeah, I, I want to, uh, you know, get my dick sucked at every fucking turn. Um, I want to pick up action figures and I want to make little environments for them to be in. And then, and then I bring my kids down who I'm responsible for and I put on music with them and then get drunk amongst them and dance with them. And we have great times. Like, but it's, it's not like a, 
oh, this gas prices are just, uh, I'll, I'm going to drive. I've never driven 10 miles down the road to save a nickel on gas. I have yeah. not. I just stop at the pump. That's My dad 100% did. I knew people who drew, used to drive out of state to save 10 cents. Also, you might have a couple of pennies more than your dad did. That's at, that's at this point in your life. That's true. Or even when I did, yeah. But I was younger then, so maybe. I, but, but I, I don't know. I just had this conversation recently with somebody. I just don't feel like like I I don't I can't tell you the last time I tucked my shirt in. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, shout out the MP collector. But like I just <laughs> I just like tuck in my beater every day. I I do tuck in my beater. Okay. Um, Wild. But like. You know, it's, a, it's, it's a functional thing. It is talking in the beater. Kind of holds everything up. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, and then like your, your stomach doesn't. And you're supposed to do that. Yeah, your stomach doesn't hit your jeans, and it's a, it's, a, it's there's a number of things oh, to it. Je- jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> belt. The belt buckle isn't yeah. cold on your oh, belly. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Joe. Well, so yeah. like I feel even less because I am even less of an adult when I'm like, oh my. Well, I I call you guys my adult friends, mm-hmm. not in that way. Right. Though we could right. be, if you want. <laughs> oh, now you got OnlyFans. Look how he gets. Build the booth. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like on stream, like, yeah, my adult friends on the stream when we do our podcast. It's like, it's like my adult friends with their three kids. Like, I'm even less, I have no responsibility. I have no kids. I have no reference. And oftentimes, um, I don't know, I dwell on the past a lot. I think about the past a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, I'm like, oh, especially with my parents. Like, at 40, my dad... I I was fourteen or some shit like that. I can't imagine having a fucking fourteen year old, and yeah. like and like yeah, he was an adult. Like at, at forty, he was like working two jobs and you know supporting our family. My mom was working. I'm, I'm, I'm like, at forty, like thinking about what toys I'm going to buy. It's, a, it's such a fucking gap in those mentality of where he was at forty yeah. and where I'm at forty that yeah. I can't bridge those gaps. Yeah, my dad mentally same way. Like I, I can't. My dad when he was forty, I was just being born. Yeah. Um. He had his career. I got my career. Uh, I don't even have my career yet. That's a thing. Yeah, that's true. I can see how you could yeah, say I, that. I'm not. I don't. But have at the a same time, I, I like I full time salary job. Like I look at you sometimes. Like just just to give you some some props, to give you some flowers. The same way that you just have your adult friends. Like I will look at Joe and I'll be like, man, Joe's gonna bust his ass for a month to get six months ahead on mm-hmm. his fucking mortgage. Like to me, that's like a super responsible. It is. Like that's like the most grown up shit. Yeah, that's and like, the only th- bills and money is the only thing I'm adult with. And like and like uh, I would that's never. Probably the most important. To I be. would never inconvenience myself to have that amount of response. Like to be that responsible. Like I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm too much of a. Mo- I'm, that's one of my problems. Is I'm all for the moment. Mm-hmm. I'll throw it all away on a good moment. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I'm scared of heroin and shit like that. Because like you know what I mean. Because I, like I will, f- I know I will fuck something up for that one good time. Right. You know, like I'll say the wrong thing. I'll you know I, I do. We never do that. Like I, you know like I, I fucking like I've. There, I mean. I've had multiple people be like, hey, man, you said this and it hurt my feelings, at, you know, and I'm like, fuck, you know, and I only did it at the moment, you know, like, and I wasn't doing it with the intention that it was going to hurt someone. You just want to do the thing at the time. I just wanted to do the thing because I was like, man, everybody's going to enjoy this. And in my head, even the the victim, you know, yeah. Um, self-control. That's my fucking Achilles heel. Uh, KFC. What's happening, Power Rangers? In honor of the Super Bowl, was just wondering if you guys have anything you guys do for the day game. My dumbass always bets on the prop bets, like the coin toss and what color the Gatorade will be, but I enjoy it. It was blue. Um, we already talked about the halftime show. Sure looks like 50 got hit with the inflation in uh, that Doctor Strange trailer. We talked about that. Keep up the hard work, you guys. Hashtag 4chat. There you go. Um, 
Uh, I don't keep up. Yeah, I don't house. do anything for that. I worked. So I mean, we I work every Sunday. we had ta- we had ta- I, I think I had six tacos for dinner last night. Kelly made tacos and they were fucking great. So uh, I mean, we were gonna do chicken wings, but you really can't find them right now because of you know shortages. Mm-hmm. Chicken wings be fine. We really or cream che- cream cheese is like impossible to find. We just ha- she just made some fried chicken a couple of days ago. We don't do anything for here. Uh, we'll we'll usually do something for the uh, Oscars. Mm-hmm. Like we'll, we'll like a tradition of my wife and I was like we'll order pizza and eat it in bed and watch the Oscars and then like make notes of all the movies that mm-hmm. are up that we might be interested in taking a look at um, that we just haven't heard of some of the, like some of the artsy shit like just doesn't hit our radar but if it like if it's up for like ten different things and seeing yeah. clips of it you're like man that looks pretty good I'll write that down um, but if I'm at work it's a big deal like other people make it a big deal yeah like like in like uh, if we're yeah, like stick, y'all have the whole spread. Oh my god! If we're going, if we're going mopping, we might stop on a mopping gig. Stop at the grocery store. You might spend a couple hundred dollars on shit, and then they'll all eat it. Like during, you know, like it's crazy. Like snack foods and fun shit, pizza rolls and you know, dumbass shit. Um, Seven layer dip, you know. But like all that. Uh, let's see. And then last question. Whew, long one today. So mm, a long, long things we're talking about today. Sean W. I don't love or hate this show, but damned if they don't keep Sean finding White? ways to make me bring it up. Book of Boba Fett. So Boba Fett's kind of a fucking idiot, huh? His entire battle plan relies on whether or not 10 fucking people from Freetown showed up. Instead of staging the battle from his palace where he can see an attack coming from miles around in every direction, Boba instead stays in a burn-to-shit collapsing wreck of a casino because a fucking teenager shames him into it. Yep. Dude, I... I can't get over that last one, so I'm going to repeat it. The fucking teenager says they should stay there and not abandon the townsfolk. What townsfolk? Everyone Boba Fett has met in this series is either dead or already part of his gang. I don't or remember fucked him over. I don't remember any fucking townsfolk. I don't even have a concept of how many people live in this fucking city. And if there is all this townsfolk waiting around, why aren't they fucking helping out? <laughs> Instead of busting in ten fucking people from Freetown, couldn't one person who actually lives in the city pick up a fucking rock? Uh, hey, speaking of here's an idea since the entire story revolves around boba fett becoming a kind-hearted kingpin because criminals killed his native tatooine or family how about he goes out and recruits some more tuscan tribes to help with the fight use that knowledge of both worlds to maybe foster some sense of community between the tuscans and the city people unite groups or don't normally get along and face with a common threat maybe bring a narrative around full circle so we can go from the tuscans changing boba's worldview to him changing theirs you know kind of like how a fucking story works Bro, preach. Dude, that's some good shit some right, point there, right there, bro. That's sure. some good shit. Yep. I wish I could say one thing was wrong about that that rant of yours, but uh, if you're ever in town, you're welcome to sit down and nerd rage with us. <laughs> you, you seem to be cut from the right cloth, there you my go. friend. Um, anything else that you guys have to offer? Uh, Abraham, please. Uh, sometimes I worry that I get passionate and then people get offended, uh, much like I was talking about for the moment. Mm-hmm. Abraham. I love your question. I love that it spawned the conversation that yeah, it spawned. Absolutely. Please, Real shit. please don't take that any other kind of way. Um, and with that, shout out to the cool table or the spell table. If you do magic, play I, magic. I just bought some magic yesterday. Uh, or, or ever volunteered at a magic show. As far as I'm concerned, right. you're part of the spell table. Oh, and it like all the audience. <laughs> yeah, and you get in the box and they cut you into three pieces, Joe, but then they put you back together. Don't worry. If you still don't know how David Copper- <laughs> Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear, you're part of the spell table. Fun fact, I saw him live. <laughs> awesome. Well, on a TV <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
Dude, on the TV, when he gets your number, man, when he gets your card. Oh, yeah. Bro. He's like, put your finger on this number. Which, Whatever which, number you want. Some of those motherfuckers it. are in touch with the dark arts. So, so what, who's, just real quick, who's more impressive? The giant stuff that David Copperfield did or like the David Blaine street magic? Which is uh, more impressive? Probably the street magic. But I'm going to tell you, man, I saw David Copperfield fly around an arena that I was in. Like, it wasn't an arena. It was a theater. Mm. Um, but I mean, he flew. I mean, he didn't fly because that's not real. But or or he's in touch with the dark arts. They put a ring up. He flew through the ring. That's what fucked me. It was an illusion. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, And then uh, shout out to the rest of Nerve Age team: Ricky Tiki Timber making the videos, and also Raul on Instagram, Phil on our notes and on Twitter, and Dante who joined us last week. And shout out to all the people that wrote in. Uh, saying how much they appreciated the race conversation that Evan, I, and Dante had. Uh, Can't say how much it means to have people of different backgrounds that come to a table with mutual respect of one another and can have complicated conversations and feel like they're not going to end up in some hashtag. Mm -hmm. So shout out to all y'all. And with that, flappy labias, tasty tank, tight dick player.